the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is The Crow, the 1994 um, Hot Topic movie, right? Don't do that. Come on, I'm going to do that. I, it was either Hot Topic or making a joke about Brandon Lee dying. I would, I, call I, it, I would call it It's the 1994 Amazing Cult Followed Underground Style Spooky movie. Iconic movie. Yeah. Uh, directed by Alex Porras. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blu-ray. Press, pa- uh, press play. Press pause when the Dimension logo fades to black. The first frame you perceive of all black. After that fades down, go ahead and press pause. As I have here in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause. And all you have to do is press play. I'll press play here and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time with three friends in your head. And those friends this week are myself, as always, Teague Christie, uh, Chloe, Chloe Z. Zimmerman. I'm spooky. Spooky, Chloe Z. I'm spooky today. And Jake Lloyd. You don't have a middle, you don't have uh, a middle name. For I'm him. not spooky today. You're not spooky. But I'm generally awkward. So that should qualify for something. I am too. You, you could at least qualify also- as gothic if you're awkward enough. That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh. I am also spooky and, and awkward. And once I was, so we'll, we can get into that. This, uh, this movie had eluded my, uh, my understanding and awareness until literally two hours ago. Uh, I grew up knowing it was a thing. And the only things I had in my databank of The Crow, Brandon Lee shot, uh, and people had that makeup a lot. And it was a funny thing to make fun of. Uh, and that was, I didn't know it was a comic movie. I didn't know the tone. I didn't know what it was or anything about it. And I just watched it and absolutely loved it. So I'm really looking forward to this commentary. Chloe Z, what's your experience with the core and the gothic culture and all that, all that stuff? The core? The core. The crow. The crow. This is not the core. No, not, not even kind of. Sorry. Again, I'm way used to more. Although they both have hack, they both have hackers references in them. Oh, well. Kind of. But. They both start with C and end in E. Wait, wait. No, the crow doesn't end in E. You know what I meant, Chloe. Go ahead. <laughs> well, she knew what you guys. Whatever. That was right. so. That was so classic and organic. We had to leave that. Okay. Nice. The, uh, the uh, gothic subculture. That did you grow up with kids that dressed up like oh, Brandon Lee? Oh man, and- I grew up with the the top hat. I wear grease makeup brigade. Um, the movie. <laughs> there was a movie. No. How do you feel? Oh yes, <laughs> the movie that kicked this off. How'd you feel about it? Oh, um, I remember seeing it in the nineties, but it not being like I was probably distracted and not really paying attention or didn't have a good idea of like how to judge uh, the construction of a movie and was like hmm spooky people watching things killing people stabby stabby and then you hadn't seen it since then true well you just watched it again how do you feel now i it's a really good movie cool it's well made and the tone is um could easily have been off like it could have been easily way over dramatic but the way it's production designed kind of makes everything fit Nice. Jake? I, the this, Crow, man. Come on. Lay, lay it out of, there for us. This is one of uh, my favorite movies of all time. And uh, I credit this movie as the reason I like movies. Like, I don't think that if this movie had been made, I don't think I'd want to be an actor. I don't think I'd want to be in any sort of film production at all whatsoever. I would have no interest in writing, no interest in directing, no interest in any of that stuff. I credit this movie for like the sole reason that I'm even here in L.A., to be perfectly honest with you. When I was young, I loved movies. I, I dug them. You know, They were fun. And I think the reason that this is so iconic is because not I wasn't the only person with this experience. I was because a lot of people had this experience is that this movie for a generation where all of our movies were kind of like really like one sided shoot 'em up fun kind of stuff, even though they might have had a dramatic story, they weren't necessarily deep. And I use that with quotation marks. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. this movie like it really spoke to me 
as a teenager, right? as I think Aww. it's supposed to a lot of people. And exactly. And you know what? It's kind of cheesy because I, I guarantee you rewatching it, it's probably not as deep as you thought. Because when you're a teenager, everything is so much more deep. You know what I mean? He reads from Poe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, that's, there's, that's what it is. Like, there is a huge... It's, that's exactly it's the, what it is. It's the overdramatic teen Exactly, but, but you know what? Though, but we all have that. Though. But the thing though is that it's it's an it, on top of all of that, it's an amazing movie. Like it's not just like to me. Like there are movies out there that are overrated for being this way. This movie is a legitimately good movie that just so happens to kind of fit in this same genre. Right on. And I, I find interesting that on the back of the DVD, one of the quotes from uh, from the Chicago Tribune is the best movie of its kind since the original Batman. And when people ask me. Like what are the like what are your favorite two movies? Or what are the two movies that like it's Burton's you? Batman and the it's Crow? Burton's Batman and the Crow. And I'm, the Crow the Crow more so. Like the Crow and I'll get into how insane I was about this movie. Okay. Uh, are there pictures of you with crow makeup? Yeah, because I was a crow for Halloween like seven years oh, in a row. Boy. <laughs> oh, damn it. Dark, dark, dark man was was Vankman and you were Brandon Lee in the Crow. Also yeah, and you know what and also Everybody gets one. It should be stated. It should be I stated. I was Dark that, Helmet. Uh, my, 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 my dopey I could see that. I did it. I won the contest. I won nice. the costume contest. And you know, and I, I also had long hair that I grow out specifically oh, you were because so adorable. of this movie. Like I was that kid. And I was young too. I mean the thing is I did it before like it was cool. I mean, before I was, it became cool and then deeply yeah. uncool. I was in middle school like this. Dang, yo. Oh, <laughs> so, so cute. So, but we'll get into it. Oh, you would have been the moody kid. I've got pictures. I'll put them up on the forums. We're, right? we're, we're, we're about to uh, we're, we're about to start this. Although I really, really quickly want to ask Chloe, what, did you ever dress up for Halloween as some movie character? Like Dorkman got a Ghostbuster and Probably. Jake is this um, and I was Dark Helmet. I know Brian's done Indiana Jones. Oh God, I wasn't really good at Halloween costumes. I was just generally a trampy punk rock kid for a long time. <laughs> so it's oh, like, and that it's, really wasn't a Halloween thing. That was so just what I did. Like on Halloween, you just didn't dress the way everybody else dressed <laughs> for that I, one I day. Was, yeah, I had that. There was one little while in my life where I was so flamboyant that on Halloween, just to be fucking different, man, I just, just went, wore like an no, eye just, shirt uh, and called it a day. <laughs> I probably wore more eyeliner on Halloween. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe. I will say real quick, not to get too far off topic, but because we're talking about Halloween and the crow and whatnot, like. My mother was one of these insane, psycho, like, amazing at making costume people. And I think the year before I was the crow, I was the Batman Returns version, the Dan DeVito version of the Penguin. The penguin. And oh, it was, wow. for, like, a kid, I was, like, what, like, 11 years old or something like that? It was, like, amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then after that, she made me this amazing crow costume. With, like, I mean, like, it was to the T of the movie. I- and then ever since then, like that was my go-to costume until I was like eighteen years old. I, I can tie that down into down in front actually because Trey worked on the penguins that he had with him. Oh in my the movie. god! I need to shake Trey, Trey's Trey hand. Was, Trey again. was penguins. That's amazing. I'm just kind of surprised that your mom was willing to make you a crow costume. Like, was she okay with the movie? This was before she, Columbine. My mother was horrible. <laughs> they would let you dress parent. up in trench coats <laughs> before Columbine. No, I just remember. I just know that she's like crazy Christian. But you know what though? But she never watched anything that I watched. Like she was not a bad parent in that sense. Like I mean, I watched I watched Clerks the year it came out. So you were, I didn't get you, any when, of when, it. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. I was eleven years old and I was like, "What's a blowjob?" I mean, I didn't. I had no idea. What was How it. many? Why yeah, is that? Yeah, is but, that high? But that's the thing. Is like, is that a lot of dicks? My mother didn't really watch it. But for some reason, like, I think that one of the reasons this movie, getting back to the girl, like one of the reasons this movie is so iconic. Like I said earlier, it's not that it spoke to me, but I think it's it's easy to understand as well. Like, you don't understand why mm-hmm. it is the way it is. Like, it's it's pretty primitive in its... That plays into why I think this is my favorite comic book movie of all yeah, time. It, yeah. It's, I mean, you've got love. You've got, you know, war. You know, the, war, you've the got, baddies are bad and the goodies are good. We, we, it's, it's amazing. I'll, I, I'll, I'll finish my point right after we all press play. So get your mouse remote ready. Here we go. You're at the point where the Dimension logo has faded to black. Three, two, one, unpause. The reason that I find this movie to be 
what it is in my esteem. Like I saw this just now and it's already probably my favorite comic book movie mm-hmm. is because it is the perfect he is kind of a superhero. He comes back from the dead with special powers. It's my it's the perfect superhero comic book movie in that you get the the faggy art kids that want to be moody and they get to dress up like this A, Brandon Lee is a pretty man. And he has this weird, cool makeup on the entire time, which makes him the most, you know, it's it's a very iconic Harlequin-y looking makeup job that he does. That's very easy to do yourself for of Halloween. And, it's, and all the kids would do it. It's, yeah. But absolutely. the character is not the Joker. The character is this almost overwhelmingly compassionate guy who he's, right off the bat starts saving cats left and right. And yeah. he's just this great <laughs> and dude. And stabbing the shit out of other yeah. people. The other, the, and, 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 and it should... I'm sorry. Go ahead. It should be stated just because I want to. I want to. I for this movie, I really want to kind of talk about the movie that's happening as well, yeah, as yeah, well yeah. as our commentaries. Like, I think the fact that a lot of this this miniature work is done. It's gorgeous. Oh uh, man, it's it, beautiful. And this it kind of has a very Tim Burton esque feel to it. Like yeah. you can really tell that this was inspired a lot by the look of the Batman. Well, there's also an extended sequence in Ed Wood where it's a miniature Hollywood. Tim Burton's all over this. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And he also was you know behind the Nightmare Before Christmas, which is another hot topic thing that we can get into later. But the last thing that makes me love this movie, in addition to its annoyingly perfect structure, interestingly well executed lead guy, is that the that lead was a guy poor choice of words. Does not. What? What did I say? You said yeah. that he was an executed lead guy. Oh, wow. You're right. I did say that. <laughs> and it's funny because he was shot in the fucking spine. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah well, well, well played, Jake. Jake, Jesus Christ. Uh, what was I saying? Is that he doesn't affect his stupid voice. He talks in a way with a weird sort of cadence, but he doesn't, you know, you want to hear a joke. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's none of that going no. on. And that's sort of but the trademark you, you of, of get, modern You kind of get movies. the idea that that's just the way he was in life. Yeah, no, like, we, when he was, was being dramatic or when he was being serious about were, something. No, there were interviews where he just talked yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that true. weird kind of cadence. And my father. No. He's like, there's none of that, that shit going I mean, on. They immediately introduced the characters. Um, and, of course, now our, our protagonist named Eric Draven. Uh, just to, It's got Raven right in the name. But you know what, though? Let's go ahead and... And just uh, just get right into it. Uh, when I was young, I was referred to as Jake Draven because that I was that guy. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I, My cousins to you, this day still call me Draven. Did you sit and say, call me Draven? No, but I wasn't. The thing is, I wasn't like, like a dark. Like drawing with a pencil. Just, I wasn't like a dark, gothic kid. Like I wasn't like that. You know what I mean? I, I don't remember. I had the long hair. But I, I understand how a movie can touch you like that. But, but in any case, like, like that's like I was. Some people get into Star Wars, man. My, my cousins still call me Draven. Like I think I'm in their phones as Draven. Like it's just a nickname oh, that's, now. That's funny. Awkward. Because that's I was so cute. obsessed with this movie. That's that's how crazy I was. Now there, I, my understanding is that there was initially going to be sequences of this movie where they were together yes. pre-death. Yes, be- but. Because they, of his death. Un- I, my understanding, again, this is all called from internet trivia, but yeah. I guess they had lined up the shooting schedule so that he could do his last week without makeup. It's exactly. Sort of like a take it easy for exactly. the last week. Well, it was also, and, I think, uh, the majority was, of them- He died eight days before they finished, yeah. so they shot almost none of that. And I think the majority of it as well was that they shot essentially in an, an immediate order backwards. Oh, interesting. Like, like they wanted to shoot the absolute ending of the movie first and, and work their way backwards from there. Uh, we've alluded to it like 25 times. In case you're one of the people yeah. on the planet that don't know, a, there was a firearms mishap where there was they were using dummy bullets and there was something in the chamber and it fired off when it shouldn't have, which caused Brandon Lee to um, start internally bleeding. It lodged in his spine and he died at the hospital that night yeah. in the middle of shooting. And, and, it, it's, it's, and, it's, a, and it's really... Un- it gives you know, me chills just like hearing you say that it's again. Unfortunate it's unfortunate for every obvious reason. It's also unfortunate because this guy would have been... After this movie, he would have blown up. Yeah. In fact, it's weird how 
Whoa, whoa, whoa! Heath, it's weird how Heath yeah. Ledger and him. Yeah, I, yeah. I made that. I made that same 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 connection when 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 Heath wow, died. I said yeah. I said he was like another. It's like another Brandon Lee because before this movie, Brandon did a lot of movies. Did rapid fire and like he was like an action guy and none of his stuff was amazing, but he was he was good in everything he did. And we should also note. Brandon Lee, son of the legendary Bruce Lee, in right. case you're not aware of in that. In case no one knew who, that. Well, I'm sure some people might not. I just explained that he died in the movie. I'm, I'm, and, I'm, I'm catering real quick. And they All also, right. and you also might not know that there's this rumor about this Lee curse because because uh, Bruce Lee also died. How did he die? He died un- with unbeknownst reasons on the set of a movie just before the end of the shoot. Like it was a very like it was very hush hush. Nobody really quite knows as far as I'm concerned. Interesting, but. In any case, a lot like a lot of, and that's the thing too. We talked about how this movie, just because the dialogue that's happening right now, it's the little girl narrating, and we're about to see the crow tap on his grave and all that. But you know what, though, again, it's so, it's so simple. Like it's not. This movie doesn't seem to be trying very hard. It's not pretentiously deep, is what I'm getting at. Like it's it's an easy thing to process. The words are easy. It's not like an Edgar Allan Poe story, although it's you know saying it's very. It's very a ground poey, obviously, because James O'Barr, the creator of The Crow, is very inspired by that. But at the same time, you know, it's 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 simple. It's realistic. It's not it's not pretentious. That's I can't use that word enough. I want to point out right now because we're hearing the motif that's going to be going out the entire movie. The score, I love it, but it's interesting to me because I had never seen, much less heard, anything from this movie until just now. But about a year and a half ago, I wrote a piece of music in the same key that uses the exact same chords, and they're not. Standard chords. Mm-hmm. There's actually a weird change that goes on that gives it sort of wah, wah, yeah. that it's it's bizarre because I did an arrangement with strings on my keyboard. It sounds exactly like <laughs> this. It's the weirdest thing in my life. Yeah, I, I keep writing music that already. Maybe exists. you were inspired from the grave. I don't know, man. <laughs> it could have come back to me like a year later on on Devil's Night. Dude. Now it should be stated too. I mean, the just the oh, entire. What, what, is that, look- what, is that, what does the ketchup symbolize there? Uh, he's hungry. He likes ketchup. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's... I forgot this isn't the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I love the look of this movie. I love the fact that it's dark and dreary. And, I, and obviously, the whole point—the whole like, can't rain all the time—is kind of a running theme in the movie. And so it's always raining, obviously. But at the same time, like the as Chloe mentioned earlier, the the tone and the art direction of this movie makes everything else fit. It makes the characters, the the ridiculous gang characters. It makes. All of these over-the-top comic point, book characters really fit together. Maxi Dogs is a terrible, terrible name. <laughs> Maxi Dogs? Maxi Dogs is the name of the hot dog stand. Oh, really? I never noticed. Well, and now Maxi. we have iPads, so. Yeah, that's hey, true. I'm not saying either of them are good names. <laughs> just pointing out ridiculous things. The tone of this movie, stri- I, was, I was just thinking during, uh, uh, you know, what I was watching it a moment ago, how, what the perfect three movies to play on Halloween were, and I came up with... Uh, this seven and I couldn't come up with a third. I was going with Requiem, but See, I don't think that's good. That's but this and seven could—they'd make a good double feature. Yeah, but you know, you 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 keep putting Halloween. You keep talking about Halloween with this movie. I guess because it's a popular costume. But I don't like this. To me, was never like unfortunate. All right, this well, is it happens the day before let's, Halloween. Let's get into this because yeah, because this isn't a. Oh yeah, good point. Oh, all right, yeah, I didn't really think that's, about that's that. Where, whole, that's where that came. They're gonna from. get married yeah, on Halloween because they're I didn't really. People. I didn't really kind of think about that whole thing. They're but adorable case, gothic kids. Aww. But before this, before shit gets real here with. This is amazing. Ah, oh, I just love this. Myth uh, busted. <laughs> and these shots, these shots of this crow are, are just so well done. I, the I, Mythbusters did not take undeadness into account. That's po- so it's plausible, plausible, definitely plausible. <laughs> I don't know how the hell they got this crow footage. Not only the close-ups. Like I can imagine a situation where oh, you, you, gotta, get a cal- you, just... you get a calm crow and you can do that. But there's a bunch of shots where it's the crow flying over the miniature city, and I have no idea how they filmed that crow. My best guess would be that they tied it down in a wind tunnel with a green screen wall. 
I just can't figure out how it could possibly be done. There he is. There's our protagonist, back from the dead, Eric Draven. Sad. She's no um spooky and sad. I forgot what I was gonna say. That's not helpful. Oh yeah, what I was saying is like you like a lot of people cl- classify this in like the horror genre almost because like it's because it's dark. Well, when I say that, I mean like I mean if you think of like you go to the hot, you go to Hot Topic and again like, or not Hot Topic like Spencer's and you go see like the toys of horror movies. It's always like Freddy, Jason, and then the Crow. Like he's he's sure, grouped yeah, into yeah. this and he's grouped into kind of that genre in a way. And like maybe I guess just maybe it's dark characters. Maybe it's because I I loved the book before, like when I was really really young. Actually, it probably coincided with like I remember reading the book before this came out, but I think it was because my neighbors, uh, who really inspired me, like they're kind of the reason I'm into comic books. They're in the family that live next door, and there's three brothers. They were all in the comics, and they were all older than me. The, their youngest sister was my age, and she was like my closest friend. Growing up, I obviously looked up to those. They were like my older brothers, essentially, just with a different last name and lived next door and no relation. But in any case, they were all really big comic books, so they got me into comic books. And I remember when this movie came out, it was huge for them because they were huge fans of, the, of that. So I was like, oh, I have to read The Crow. You mean because I have to, you know, I have to be in with them, the, the older cool kids. Mm-hmm. And, and then from there, I was hooked. And so I, I guess because of that, I've always grouped this as just a comic book movie. Like this is to me, this is in the same vein as Batman, or as you know, what I mean, or as, well, it doesn't. As, yeah, it, it feels a lot. Watching like it, it feels a lot more like Batman than it does. Well, I feel like Jason. The, the character yeah, is the character is very, 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 very Batmany. It should be said though that very like not a lot was taken from the comic for the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's th- there. There's a lot of similarities there, and there's there's main story points as well. But the the comic is. Like this is a perfect adaptation. Was the, the comic sense. a one-off? Um, I wouldn't call it a one-off. It was a long series. I mean, you can buy it all now as one. Okay, thing. But, but it was a story yeah, about him yeah. coming after. It was and an revenge. Arc. It was an arc, right, essentially. Yeah. But uh, but not like it's not like a perfect kind of. It's not a Watchmen by any means whatsoever. It's a very good adaptation. Like the comic book wouldn't work as a movie. Like oh, it wouldn't. Great. Like, it, it wouldn't. And Wonderful. they did. They did an amazing job of making it work as a movie. They made a hell of a movie out of this thing. I would. It's. It's almost. What's weird is that I'm discovering comic book movies like the ones that I always like, like, like scenes like that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but with the crow, he opens it and the thing just busts into the door. Like I know that's probably not hard to train a crow. I'm sure birds can be trained easily, but just those shots are so iconic and just so amazingly done. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure it's crows. Uh, they you can they'll use tools to get stuff out of the bottom of like there, if you put a, food. There's a video on YouTube yeah, of a crow really? bending yeah. a uh, twisty tie so into, smart, yeah. into the right shape. Shit. Yeah, they're they, they, smart fucking birds. I think it was a crow that bended a twisty tie into the right shape to get around something to get something it wanted. Interesting. Oh yeah, they're creepy. Now it should be said here that this isn't this isn't Brandon Lee. Yeah, mo- a lot, yeah. Like I um, and when you see when you see the reflection in the mirror. Not Brandon Lee. Like, pretty much Wait, is, all of the stuff. That was. I'm that sure, is. This is not. Pretty, pretty much they, they used a lot of body double and face hiding to hide Brandon Lee. But they also did superimpose his face Save on the, the body double. Right off the bat with the cat. As much as possible. This is almost as literal as a Save the Cat moment gets. Despite, for, uh, he dropped you know. it. But cats, you can uh, you can throw a cat. The cat was, didn't want to be saved. She <laughs> was cool. No, but he picks up. He's, I mean, this Get movie. psychically wounded by the cat? I, sure. Now, this, this flashback scene, I remember, like, I think... I really think this might have been the very first time that I was exposed to rape. Like, like, and... Oh, it was much younger for me, Jake. <laughs> hey Yeah. Uh, say hey like it was something sexy. It was, <laughs> well, it was... <laughs> when someone tells you about their rape, don't go chicka chicka yeah. chicka chicka. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think... But I think that... <laughs> I think that this whole scene, I mean, like, 
is there a better way to set up a protagonist than to have the have you watch him and his wife right. raped and murdered? Like yes. I mean, that's, I mean that's the thing that coming out of comic book movie now, and I have a whole thing about this. It'll take me two hours to get through all the pieces of it. But coming <laughs> out of comic book movie now, after a year and a half, almost two years of down in front, no, a year and a half, not not two years. Oh Lord Nikon! I, I look at structure in a way that I didn't previously, and this is the I can't imagine a more perfectly structured comic book movie yeah and, and it's funny because it doesn't i don't know what it is about the 90s but i just forget that they had comic book movies then and i always want it to be the big glitzy yeah. x-men and forward comic yeah, book yeah. movies daredevil electra shit like yeah. that and this that, and that, then, that's not brandon lee there with the glass and the, the glass and the blood that wasn't him either that was his body double this and uh, the mask both came out around the same time but a year apart yes and uh, they're both really good little comic book movies yeah. and i would have never yeah seen them very much so the mask the mask eludes me because it wasn't a comic to me like this is more and again this is obviously not very strict to the comics but at the same time way more so than the mask the mask to me was a character right that they just it's like wanted like they oh there's a cool character and the idea is there so we're just gonna write a new story that has nothing really to do with the book is there a better way to illustrate that your bad guys are crazy by sitting around at a table drinking shots and swallowing bullets and you know what? <laughs> and you know, off, aside from the gunpowder, which I'm sure is not great for your stomach, <laughs> it would come out pretty easily. Yeah, it I mean, it's solid. Deal, you know? kind of, you know, well-rounded, pass through. And this is kind of something that you don't really see a lot in movies. Is like these twisted villains that you just want bad things to happen to. Yeah, no, just like uncompromisingly yeah, evil yeah, and like, sociopathic. Just it's, like, but pretty- it's it's interesting to contrast that with watching them be themselves. Because yeah, usually, right. if someone's going to be that crazy, you don't spend time thinking with them. Because the screenwriters are like these guys. I know they're the weak part of the script. Yeah. When you sit around just watching these guys do their thing and hang out and how sociopathic. Look at him. He's he's. They're threatening each other. Yeah. But then they get over it and they go back to drinking. Yeah. You can kind of tell. At least that there's more to the world than what we're getting presented with these bad, the, the bad world of, of course, this movie. The underground. And you can see how they could actually it, – it, it's plausible enough that you can get through the movie. Yeah. It, it, and it, it kind is... of helps you across the threshold of you know your disbelief. Yeah, and then here's, – And here's Drew Barrymore looking great as usual. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I always I, think that black guy looks like, do you have uh, a favorite... looks like Dwight from Chasing Amy. He's got the same when he, especially in the knife fight scene in the alley. There's a couple shots where he like grins, just like. Also, I uh, we'll we'll get there, but uh, yeah, this whole this whole scene, not not Brandon Lee again. This was all shot again and and mostly reverse. So, but you got to think like such a profound, a profound situation to be in to like be playing the character. Like this, this has been a very hard movie to finish. I'm kind of interesting. I know it's been a long time since I've really researched. Like, I mean, obviously at a time I knew everything there was to know about this movie, but I, it's been a good couple of years since I've seen it. And it, you kind of, you forget some of the details and like, I wonder, like, I know that at a point they were going to not make the movie. Like they were going to not finish the movie. They like, you know, I think it was, uh, his fiance's insistence that they yeah, make it. But yeah. you were saying something interesting about the guy that created it. James O'Barr, um, actually, I want to look up because I, I want to have all the information perfectly right, but from what I recall, James O'Barr, who was the creator of The Crow, um, uh, he, uh, oh, oh, another thing, real quick, before I get into that, another eerie fact, I just remembered this. Did you know that Brandon Lee was engaged at the making of this movie and was set to be married upon completion? Ooh. Oh. Well, that's why at the end it says for Brandon and Eliza. Yeah, yeah, really, and, and I just I just got to chill remember that because it's like talk about life imitating art. I mean, he right. was right, right, that's right. a comp, right? He, yeah, that was that the glass in the mirror yeah, yeah, that yeah. was completely comp. That was not him, but uh, 
And, and you have reasoning. He's inspired by the mask that they that they use. Yeah, like it, I, I'm so tempted to be like, I'm so upset. I'm going to put on makeup, but at can't, the same time, like that's just me being really, really cynical. Like I can see it working if I let it. Can you imagine being the guy after this movie came out? Came out that body doubled for Brandon Lee, trying to tell your friends. I know that's me, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. The guy that he was the body double after he killed himself, trying oh, to tell yeah. your friends. You know, it's pretty cool. I got this job. Oh, on, yeah. on the crow because I was the body. Screw there's no way. You. Exactly. There's yeah. no way to not to brag about. Should that? also be stated. Should also be. Oh wait, real quick, just to get into it because I, I want to glaze over it. Uh, James O'Barr, creator of the crow. Uh, apparently, he did not take any money. <laughs> this is like the gothic John Hughes sequence. It's just the cure. It's just something with the cure in the montage. This is also not him. That's not him. That was a comp. Yeah, that's a comp. Wow. You can kind of see it floating. But it's so, but it makes it just look like a little bit eerie. And you know what? And, and you can kind of buy and, it. Yeah, and not to mention that, like, that's God, quite, I love that quite, miniature. quite possibly one of the most iconic images of the movie. And it's God, not even Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the more uh, <laughs> I keep, I, the I one where he finished this, this James O'Barr thing. Yeah, oh, finish, finish, finish it. Finish it. In any case, the bottom line is James O'Barr didn't take any money for this movie. James O'Barr was so torn out, and he was such a part of this production. He was so torn about what had happened, and and you know, I guess. For whatever reasons, he decided to give all of the money that he made from this movie uh, to a charity in Brandon's name. And, I mean, at the time, I mean, you have to imagine he didn't expect – it was a very small budget kind of independent comic book movie with a, a small following. It had a built-in following, but th- this movie wasn't slated to make any money. I don't think they think – I don't think they had any idea what they were going to get their hands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it doesn't – like – it's unpretentiously made. Like it's very exactly. much like – Hey, we're telling a story. It's very, it's very independent. Yeah. It's a very independent-esque movie. Well, it, and the graphic violence alone is going to yeah. niche it and of make course. it not of very course. accessible to a very big audience unless it gets hugely popular and kind of, of a cult following. But like. you have to realize, like, nearly a decade more so. No, I'd say about a decade. That's pretty much when it all started, right? Well, no, I guess the Crow stuff probably started, like, the late 90s. Like, the, like the Hot Topic era. I don't talking about. fucking remember, like... I paid as little attention to, like, that whole scene as possible. Yeah. I well, paid some attention to well, it. Well, in any case, like, you have to – imagine how much money James O'Barr yeah. gave away. He could have been I Richie mean, Rich. Amazing. Uh, should be stated, too, before we get on, one of my favorite soundtracks of any movie ever. Oh, it's good. I, I and mean, what's funny is that when we were watching this, I told Chloe, we were, like, 15 minutes in. I was like, 20 bucks, Scissors, Nine Inch Nails in this movie. Five minutes oh, yeah, later, yeah. Dead Souls. Well, yeah, it Damn, has to be. I mean, it is. And all the music seems to be... I mean, a lot of it was written for the movie as well. Yeah. Like, that's There's actually that a they, song that is clearly trying to be the Nine Inch Nails song, Wish. Yeah. It's got the exact same beat and I the mean, same distortion. There's just so many. I mean, from Henry Rollins to, to Nine Inch Nails. I mean, like, everybody is on the soundtrack. Yeah. Proyas seems to like his rainy rooftop chasing scenes. This is also not him, by the way. This is also not, uh, not Brandon Lee. Anyway, let's go ahead and do it. Let's talk about Hot Topic. What? Okay. Why did you stop loving right. this movie? And and I and I, I think that what happens to a lot of things that we love is that when we feel so connected to something, that when you feel that people don't understand it like you do, which is a douchey kid thing to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's yours, not theirs. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. But I think that's what happened when this movie it's kind like of when hit a little big, band gets big and you knew the band yeah, then. I almost like disowned it for a while. Also, real quick, fans of uh, wrestling fans. Uh, inspired Jeff Hardy to create the Centon Bomb. This movie right here look familiar? No, I know you're not. No, I've seen it. Before. I'm speaking to the wrestling sure. fans. Uh, there's a, re- a very popular wrestler who is he almost dresses like this. You know what I mean? Like, and he was very inspired by this. You don't want to light a cigarette his... in an open fire because you you might notice <laughs> put your face in the fire to do it. Exactly. He's badass. 
Now this is our first. See, do you, you kind of see? Imagine him with the short curly hair. He kind of looks like a, a it might bit. just be that he's a little bit. It might just be that he's a a black guy and I'm racist and b wearing a black a black. <laughs> All I coat. see is hackers. All I gotcha. fucking see. All I see is him yelling "hack the planet." But this, I mean, I'm so glad that he doesn't affect a voice. He's just. I I don't know why I like this so much. It might just be so refreshing, but. It's it's cool. I mean, it's a really cool character, and I'm glad he doesn't overplay it. In fact, he kind of underplays. You're talking, about, you're talking about Brandon, or you're talking about? I'm talking about Tintin. Brandon. Brandon. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I was say, Tintin. Tintin. Tintin overplays it, but you have he has to. That's yeah, the yeah. point. So, hot topic. So, hot topic. Like I said, I think when this movie just became this big phenomenon, like I kind of disowned it. And I'm pretty sure that's like that's when I cut my hair. <laughs> like, oh. like, and I know it's, it's. Keep in mind, you have to understand, listeners, like. I look back at my laughing at myself. Don't think that I'm like taking myself like I realized how ridiculous I was. Okay? Well, Dorkman had that going on with Nightmare Before Christmas because gotcha. he loved Nightmare. Gotcha. And he's yeah, like, no, they I... probably thought it was a hot topic movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, exactly. I did that with Nightmare too. So uh, yeah, this was look my. Look how like... much he looks like the Joker in this shot. Yeah, it's really eerie. I hadn't put that together that he and Heath both died right after they did this one role that was gonna ultimately be like the coolest thing they had ever done. There's a lot of teeth and lip work. There's a lot of of stressing, and yeah. dirty hair. Well, kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. In the face. It's just I think it's the the water in the but scene this, that makes it look dude, wet and greasy, and that's this, where it comes from. And kind of green, where he reminisces raping her. I mean. Talk about a delivery that warrants death. Yeah. I shanked her pink ass and she loved it. I mean, oh, it's just. It's a plausible it's character. Like, it's weird how plausible a guy that dresses. I mean, I don't necessarily. In fact, I haven't read comic books at all because I don't care. Right on. But I've seen Batman movies. Mm-hmm. I've never really bought the Batman character, even in Nolan's movies. He's yeah. just like, it's like, I have to give it. It's, like, it's the magic bean that I there's, have to give them. There's not I can actually lot, buy yeah. him doing this. There's not a lot of true motivation. Right. I mean, he saw his parents die, but yeah, yeah, yeah. people get over it, George yeah. Lucas. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's this I could actually see happening. He was gothy before. Oh, he I love came this back. scene. This was the this was the big trailer scene. Oh, this is cool, and I love when he catches the knife. That right there. Yeah, is this the is most- the trailer scene. That right there. Boom! I remember that from the trailer. That was when I was hooked. When I saw that in the trailer, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm never cutting my hair again. I have a song in which that's my friggin' chorus. Okay, <laughs> when I was in high school. Oh, Jake. name of the band. You know what's funny? Uh, Hangman's joke. Hangman's joke. Somebody. I had this conversation like two days ago where they were talking about. They're talking about the crow, and is somebody this... was doing trivia, and I was like, "What's the name of the band?" And they they couldn't know. It. I was Hangman's like, joke. Joke. and they're like, "Wow!" Does she just sound like Courtney Love? She just looks and sounds like her. Okay. It's, it's the deep throaty voice and it the might... ability to sing. All right, it's not her. Okay, I don't think it's her. God, I can't. It, well, I don't think it, is her. it might be her in the soundtrack. Isn't I think there... it's her in the soundtrack. Yeah, I think there's be... like Hole doing some yeah. other. Again, I mean, it's been oh, ages, be but it. I don't know. Although I'm pretty sure this is pre Hole. Well, maybe not. No, nineties. Yeah, I guess you're right. Mm, pretty sure maybe. that. Well, Hole came out after when, Nirvana because she Nirvana was Nirvana died in 94. Wait, maybe not Nirvana died. Nirvana. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 it did. It's like when Sublime died. It was the same year. Wasn't it 94? It was the same year. It was the been. same year this came out. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe so. Never and mind. So, and so I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm sure she was around, but she wasn't yeah. whole. I'm sure she wasn't dead she yet. Did, she wasn't famous until he was dead. Mm. Yes. Anyway. This is... I, I want to be able to shoot something at some point where I have an excuse just to have flashing, changing hard light. Uh, it's it's so amazingly cool, yet not over – like it's – this wouldn't play in any other movie. They ran, they ran with the comic book. Yeah, like of course. The, the ridiculous course. villain that eats eyes. Now, you did you a while back – oh, I forgot about this shot. I don't think I saw this shot. This was not on the internet. Oh. Are that we watching like a special edition type thing? Yeah, but this was still in the original movie. Oh, then maybe well, whatever. Anyway, what, what at one point you put together? We were talking about this on the Hulk commentary, 
and I, I was just listening to that again, and it's it's funny how we actually solved Hulk. We figured out what's wrong with yeah, it. Right. But you were talking about that one. On, you had written a uh, like a top twenty of the best comic book movies in your opinion at, at the time. time yeah. And I remember this was in the top ten. Yeah, totally. I think number one. Uh, number you said one the top is, five were interchangeable, but it was the it was the usual. It was like yeah. Iron Man, Watchmen, Batman, uh, Begins. Batman Begins, and Dark Knight, and yeah, something yeah. else. It no, might have been the Crow. Knight. Dark Knight wasn't in there. What was it? Dark Knight wasn't even on the list. Really? Yep. You don't like Dark Knight? Uh, it was all right. <laughs> I don't love it as much as because to me, I didn't call you a fag when you told me you dressed up like the Crow me, when you were eight years right. old. The Dark Knight wasn't to me. The Dark Knight was like a cool Joker movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, to, actually, to me, I well, to me, Dark it's Knight funny, was a I sequel. totally agree with you. To I me, just Dark figured Knight, you'd be more into it. Than no, me. to me, Dark Knight it was amazing. I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I said I liked it just to be funny, but like to me, Dark Knight was uh, was a great sequel to Batman Begins. But Batman Begins is the real movie. I mean, that's that's I don't know. It's one of those weird things. It's one of those things where like as as much as I loved Iron Man two. It's like a great continuation of Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1 is still the only Iron Man on that list. You know what I mean? I don't know why. We just watched it. We couldn't find it on Netflix, and we're going to buy it on YouTube or uh, uh, iTunes, but it wasn't there. We had to watch it on YouTube, and none of that stuff was in there. I guess they must have removed it because well, YouTube. it's... YouTube can't show boobs. Right, right, right. But even the... Oh, I guess it was. The naked shot in the shower probably wouldn't have passed either. Nope. Or there being... Was that Clark Griswold's car? <laughs> it's a very Or was that the Mallrats car? That might have been, been either of them. both. This little girl, the actress, is is one of the weaker points. She's not bad, but she doesn't. And you know, you know, she's no Jake Lloyd. <laughs> I, I, other Jake Lloyd. I know. Um, I will say, like, don't get confused. with I yourself. think you know. I think that what it is too. Like, she's not bad for the times, but I mean, but I think that like we've just upped our standards with child actors. Well, like, yeah, I watched Sixth a Sense lot of movies after this. with the exception of Christmas Story. There were re- really weren't any amazing child performances. Sandlot. Yeah, but uh, Sandlot has nothing but outstanding. Good okay, actors. you know what? I'm speaking of my ass because Stand by Me was also pretty. Oh, awesome, Stand by too. Me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was, was River Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm speaking out of my ass. Speaking of people I, that just maybe, can't stop dying in maybe their twenties. Gener- maybe generally, like we def- definitely expect more from our kid actors nowadays. Like yeah. I think that's why, like even, because this was a kind of a B movie and it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like it, right, right, right. It, it was like, all right, which is a kid. She's yeah. she looks the part. I would. J- I just love the fact that she's wearing the '90s, like from yeah. her hair oh to her docks. Per- like perfectly. Just, she's wearing. I. I, I haven't ever I haven't progressed past the point of thinking this is the you cool know, look. I'm not a, I'm not hip with the new cool look. That's a great point, Chloe. Like if you were to pick a movie that defines a generation, is yeah. there anything better than the crow? Yeah, no, no she is I mean, between the soundtrack like, if, if Pearl Jam was on this soundtrack, then it would be the movie of the nineties. Yeah. I'm glad it's not. No, I just like, you glad it's not the movie. Well, there's an awful lot of the Cure, and Cure was more mid late '80s. But I totally understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I would just like to make a point about her hair, that awful like shaved back of head thing <laughs> yeah. that all of my friends had that always like made me cringe, and I have no idea why they did it. Because they want to look punky. No, it doesn't look punky. It looks weird. Mohawks look punky. Have you ever had a crazy punky haircut? Um, no, I just had giant fucking hair. Oh, nice. And I love this. Oh, look at that. I love that he. Is quoting Edgar Allan Poe almost facetiously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I love that he's just screwing with the guy. Like, he knows he's being ridiculous, in my opinion. And this, I, this scene with the, with the, the rings and the shotgun, I mean. Very cool. Yeah. Just so very, very cool. Freaking cool. Although it is sort of haunting to see shit that shouldn't be in a, in a gun being loaded into a gun and then fired. Uh, there's, it, it, there was yes. one review that said that, yeah. uh, uh, Brandon Lee kind of haunts this movie. And I can see why it's so weird is because, you know, it's a movie that deals explicitly with death in many different ways. And it doesn't I, – I wonder if – because this is such a good movie anyway. But, but if they had shot it the way it was in the script, it would have been slightly different. And, I wonder and, how much of the goodness of the movie comes from being, A, compelled by and, him being dead. And, yeah. B, all the changes they made to facilitate a story with limitations Absolutely. like that. And you know what? I, I say the same thing about, about Dark Knight. Like I wonder if the Dark Knight would have been as good – 
Yeah, there was a scene where Joker was just a clown at a party and he got really pissed, and that's when. He, you know, his inspiration came from, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was making balloon animals one day, and a kid was an ass and asked for a bicycle clown. Shit, fuck you, kid. I got asked for bicycles. And I this is balloons. also something that – this is this is straight from Batman. Like, the story of the cops who have to investigate the ridiculous things that are happening in the city, which add a realistic tone to it, which you don't see – you know what I mean? Like, well, uh-huh. you do see that now because now, now everything's hyper-realistic. But you get what I'm saying. Like, in this generation of silly action movies with characters that aren't necessarily believable, like – yeah, the B plot with the cop in his career. Yeah, and the, like the, the B, exactly. That's and that was straight out of Batman. Batman had the exact same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, Whatever happened to Ernie Hudson? He's so know. good. And I saw him in another movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm pretty sure he's in tons of movies. He just don't, you don't know. There was a movie about basketball that had Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and he played this guy that was Leo's <laughs> when Leo was like maybe fourteen. Basketball Diaries. Basketball Diaries, where there was a scene where Leo was coming down off of like heroin, and mm-hmm. then he was just sort of being the, the guy that holds him in the bed for two days while he comes down off of it. It was. I, I don't know where. Where did you go, man? I liked you. Come back. I'm sure he's around. <laughs> Probably. I would imagine that he's not. You know. This is a re- this is a stupid little fact that I just read. Because uh, I'm not listening to you. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> fuck okay, you guys. Okay. This yeah. is my no, no, no. movie. I just don't because, care what you have to because say. Because I was gonna I was gonna ch- turn this off so I could stop reading this thing on my phone. But I, every time I see something, I'm more and more captivated. Uh, according to a biography by Blue, uh, of Bruce Lee. Brandon Lee's death was predicted by his father, Bruce, after waking from his coma. And his death was foreseen before Brandon ever even considered taking up acting as a career. Interesting. Creepy. 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 Good stuff. Chloe, why are, why is this movie spooky? Why do people want the spooky? Uh, you, you're the chick with dyed hair and her lip ring, and you have to explain the spookiness. My lazy you, goth style. You have, you have, you've had your share of dramatic, overly goth friends. Yeah. Sure. And, and it's, expl- it's, explain it's the, all, the high school girl factor here. It's all it's all morbid and spooky, and he's pretty, and there's identifiable makeup where you can reference something by wearing it, and it's like wearing an MSI T-shirt. You know, everyone knows you're into something that's kind of underground until Hot Topic came around. Right, it makes you special. You can think you're special because it's deep, and you read Edgar Allan Poe and Rilke. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting though to see like like we talk about the inspiration like Edgar Allan Poe. Like, like it's interesting to see where James O'Barr like created the crow from. And I heard once that uh, that Iggy Pop was the primary influ- influence for his visual appearance. That's interesting. Well, and, he has cuts on his chest and like and, and like well, just yeah, his skin and just the way he carries himself and and like his oh, hair. Sure. Okay. And I, also, uh, also, I think that like he was also like like supposed to play him at one point. No, oh, I can see that. Like oh, that, that might be. I noticed the other day. Here's something that'll blow your fucking mind. Especially, <laughs> it, it might it might work from memory, but it will if you go to Google Image Search. Someday soon, Steve Carell is going to play uh, Alice Cooper in an Alice Cooper biopic. I've heard that. He looks. Is that true? I, I, he I just looks fucking exactly like that. Alice Cooper. Do it right, right now. You're on the you're on the computer. Check that shit out. <laughs> Alice Cooper is fucking Steve. Car- I you never see him in the same room at the just same time. Just don't shut this off to do so. Yeah. No. Never shut it off. And so, all right, so at this point, we've established that he can't die again. That he's he re- the, heals. That he's that, that he's a little bit of a sarcastic guy. Confuses me because the crow is not dead, but he's woundable. But he's well, no well, longer. Well, here's the, I mean, they shoot the crow and he loses his invincibility. But the crow doesn't like. I, I figure if the crow died when it was shot, that he would just fall over. Like I think the crow is sort of. The, the power of the crow is proportionate to the power of him. Yeah. And they sort of wounded the crow, so they sort of okay. wounded his ability. Exactly. I don't think I was paying enough attention by, at that point because I'm um, – Because there weren't enough flashing colors and moody goth music? No. It was not spooky enough for me at that point. What spooky movies did you like growing up? Because you were all all that. 
<laughs> what spooky movies? Um, and a bag of very gothic chips. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know they're blue, blue chips. Blue chips. Oh hey, oh oh wait, this is a James Obar cameo actually. Attorney Hudson Drake. Um, no 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 no. <laughs> He's like stealing a TV. Yeah, yeah, the creator of the crow is like stealing a TV. Oh, he's the one, he goes, he goes and yells at them. I love this scene where Ernie Hudson he just blew up the pawn shop, and Ernie Hudson's like freeze. I love says, this. Line. Stop moving. I love this. Right, right. Yeah, and he says, "Don't move or you're dead." He's like, "How about I'm dead and I'll move?" <laughs> and, and, and I just love this moment right before like it's the calm before the storm where he's just talking to the cop, and the cops sort of like, "Oh, you don't know this." And doesn't one of the one of the most interesting things about this movie for me is the relationship that develops between him and Ernie Hudson's police character. It's so. It's so cool because you can tell that Ernie Hudson is this deeply compassionate guy in the movie because he stayed with this lady who had no reason to like at all. Just mm-hmm. he saw her go into the ambulance, but he went to the hospital and stayed there for the whole 30 hours as the movie continues to ram down your throat. And he remembers it a year later so he yeah. can start putting it together. Of and course. the coolest thing about that whole subplot for me is when he sees the picture of Eric before he died yeah. and just starts sort of just doodling on, on it. And Amazing. Kind of, it's, it's, they did some cool shit with it. I also – it might be – I don't know. This was the moment in the movie where I realized that I loved it. And I think it's just how earnest the crow is. That, how, I know. how earnest there, he is. There he is, James O'Barr. Bald James O'Barr stealing a With TV. With the skullet? Yeah. Now, he, after, yeah. The, after the movie, though, I think he did, he, did he give the TV to charity or did he keep that? Because you know, <laughs> he might have he kept the TV. I think the TV, the character kept the TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I like to think. I like, I like to, to think. think that he sold it and they did. got his fix off that money. I like to think. I, love, I like to I, think I love, that the crow love, is just really good at hiding. And then he didn't actually leave. <laughs> like he just—he's like really good at like, sh- like just disappearing. If you actually <laughs> saw like serial camera footage, that Kara's yeah. just off to the side, yeah. waving his hands around on his face, like you can't see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am like, the mist. No, no, no. Going like just covering his eyes, like I can't see you. You can't see me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little kid playing hide and seek who just clearly does not get physics. Yeah, I. So this is creepy. It, it, when I was watching it on YouTube, they didn't have the scene with the the other lady they're having a threesome with, and then she died. Mm-hmm. So I just thought they were creepy goth kids that ate eyeballs. But now we, I know that there's a, a whole, there's a whole yeah. thing about the eyes and her character. Yeah. And of course, at the end, she gets her comeuppance because her eyeballs, eyeballs get bucked out. I also didn't realize that Bai Ling had lips like this. I thought she had really skinny lips for some reason. She, well, they're they're dra- whole, they're drawn on extra. There's a whole lot of s- look at. 90s going on on her mouth. Yeah, look at how just, high that lipstick is above her lips. Who is this? I could have lips like that. If I just give me some lipstick. <laughs> and who is this actor? He looks like Anthony Kiedis. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else he was in, but I, he's he's cool. He's really talk good. about perfect for the role. I'll, I'll, oh yeah, I, such, I think all of this is good. And except such for a the kid, great. Yeah, it was generally yeah, but I don't think that there, you could have done better. At this I'm point, not. Like. I'm not a huge fan of the of the female of her mother. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like, she's not great. But I don't know. If, I don't know if it's just because we're not supposed to really like the well, character. Well, she's she's kind of a spacey character anyway. Like, she's... I think that's why. I think I, I think I think the actress did a good job by making me not like her. Like I can't tell yeah. her if I don't like the performance. Or oh, I'm just not supposed okay. To like the, you get what I'm saying? Like well, I, I I genuinely don't like. I I find the character distasteful. I feel like she is successful. I think she's doing well. They're painting <laughs> with emotion, Jake. God damn it! I hear you. That is that's one a mountain of coke. Big ass pile of baby powder. <laughs> I always felt it'd be weird. It wouldn't be bad for you. It'd just be weird to snort a line of baby powder. It's not baby powder. It's like powdered milk. Yeah. But it's uh, still gross. Oh, then it would like melt on your nose. Yeah. That's, and, it's, and then it's in your nose. So you have to smell it. It's 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 all very icky. Yeah. I'm black and I got shades on in the night. But he's obviously spooky. I wouldn't be surprised if Morpheus wasn't art. based on that character. Here comes. Like this. Right here. I don't know how they filmed the crow for this element. I'm pretty sure that the... That kind of looks like it could be a puppet. Like well, a really, f- I don't no, think so. No, because he was—he was never really in the moves. screen. They kind of hit him. 
He was kind of always off to the bottom right, like never quite yeah, fully. Yeah, well, yeah. There's at the last shot of the movie. You can kind of see the the weirdness of the comp. Or again, hey, you know what? I mean, as we talked about earlier, they're very smart animals. These train. I wouldn't be surprised if they just had a camera on a trail on a, on a rail above the ceiling and then just had the crow fly from one green. You know, I can see, I could see that happening. Yeah. I, mean, and then I have just, to imagine that's probably what happened. But just the very specific, like it never. It's always this scene perfectly. is so. This is like the scene, maybe just because he's leaning against the lamppost. But it's like when old Doc Brown meets new Doc Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just turn around and I won't be here. I, I and I love that. Unless it's something that's also different in this cut that I missed. He, I, I like that we don't know the it no, it can't rain forever line. Yeah. I, I like that he says that and she gets it, but the audience is like, that must mean something to yeah, them. Yeah, it can't rain all the time. I'm glad. If, they if did it, it, if they it, didn't blatantly set that up beforehand right. cheesily for us to did see. Did they? Yeah. No, I said that they didn't. Okay, yeah, so, they didn't. so they didn't. I, I know they didn't in the one that I just watched, but I love that. Yeah. Because it, you don't need that, and it's Such. stronger this way. It's a really cool. I mean, it's just a bunch of really well, interesting it's, choices. Like as as brash and like kind of. It's then again, that might have been a scene they would have shot. Maybe who knows? Because that, that would have been, right. been before. You're absolutely right. You're the movie. Absolutely right. I forgot what it, the movie is. Hello, chick from Fringe. Kind of heavy handed, but it also does not treat you like an idiot. So I kind of like that about it. Yeah, of like, course. Just, well, what that, that's like, what, what I'm saying. It's not pretentious. Gonna, what? Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. It's not like it's very blatant. It's easy accessible. It's easy to understand. Like, I mean, I, as, a, as an 11, 12-year-old kid, however old I was, like... A I, really dumb 11 or 12 I kid. I got this. Like, I got it. Like, it made sense to me. And I don't think that I understand it any more now no, than no, I did I could, then. I could totally see this being a movie that you could just latch onto as a kid and watch repeatedly. Uh, it's... Especially, I mean, from the age of 10 to 15 or 16 or yeah. 18. Maybe. Which is prime age. Which is the age of, I mean, I was 11 when this movie came out, I think. Nightmare yes. Christmas was yeah. 95, I think, right? It was around that same time. It was a good time to be a young, no, dramatic, like, gothic kid. I was like seven when Nightmare, became, Nightmare came out. I'll have to go ask myself from the Nightmare commentary because I looked up the date for that. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I was seven in 92. Maybe I was a little older. I don't remember. I remember it specifically because it was the first movie my dad ever took me to that I remember. I remember it was like a special thing. <laughs> Again. How do you yeah, do that? that? Probably a rail. I would imagine. I, or, or it's just really slow down so that it looks – so that – that's, that's a great shot. And I, want, I mean like as much as, as much as there are clear visual you know, effects like things that are not to par anymore right, in this right, movie. Right. A lot of it works quite – the miniatures are beautiful. It, I think a lot of the bad visual effects kind of lend itself to the feel of the movie almost. Yeah, no, like I if it's it, possible. It's the heightened reality in the comic book and yeah, part of the whole design. Exactly. I buy it. I'm yeah. totally with it. I thought, again, this movie just came out of nowhere. And I, have, I have that up. giant poster somewhere rolled up in a tube of him sitting on that thing with the hotel. Yeah, no, he's the way he kind of like it's it's not in a wink like I'm playing a spooky person. Yeah, and the fact that he's like I like the fact that like even before when Dick, when uh, when the kid X, are you a clown? Like he smiles. He's like it's it's funny. Like he says right, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like he's uh, it's just so brilliantly played. The uh, shame. The thing that I was I was I was instantly very excited and very worried about was when he picks up the guitar at the pawn shop because then I'm like oh no is it going to be the comic book character he's like wielding a guitar all the time and he's scribbly doo and he kills no. the guy like, no, well, they said, they <laughs> he's said, going to kill you with his rock yeah, well they set it I, up I, no, I love love the way they do it because yeah. it's just enough to be an interesting thing because you totally I mean this is a guy that was in a band and he, lo- he loves to play the guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. wait is this why you learned to play the guitar it's a no. The reason I it's Pearl Jam is the reason I played the guitar. But this kind of came at around that same exact time, and it was all a lot of it stemmed. You know, I really the more and more I think about this, I really have to. Uh, uh, Dan Fisher, wherever you are out there, 
Uh, he's an artist from New York. Look him up. Daniel Fisher. He's an amazing artist. He was my neighbor. He was the one who was a little bit older than me, who I looked up to as a brother, and he was Pearl Jam. was like his favorite band. And he got me started on Pearl Jam. He got me started on the comic books, and he got me started on, obviously, this movie. So, like, I owe so much of who I am to that dude. Let me tell you. I love the way he's – in a second, he gets shot again. Like, this one happens, and it's a big deal. And then he gets shot, it looks like, in the arm, the other yeah. arm. And he says, ow. Well, I still, love that. I, yeah. I just it's it's I'm so fucking used to Batman being cooler than everyone, and he is not pretending to be cooler than he is. He's I just think super angry. He's just really he's just really emo. I, I love mean, I love I love this where he's <laughs> screaming but not being serious. About it. Oh, 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 oh. I could see uh, it's kind of it's an all right hand, yeah. but not great. Yeah. No, it's okay. Good and that's enough. obviously a different color. It was um. Got Watch me the black hand from Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's really amazing, though. Like, God, how far the visual effects have come. I love the joke. Jesus Christ walks into the hotel. <laughs> that is what he asked. Oh, no, that's terrible. Well, no. you, hear, you hear the one about the the joke in the movie was Jesus Christ walks into an inn and asks the innkeeper, uh, hands him three nails and says, can you put me up for the night? Right now, Jake is wearing a t-shirt with, with Jesus in a goalie costume and it says Jesus saves. The Christians love this shirt. Oh my God. It's, it's, a, it's a nice shirt. I always liked uh, Jesus saves souls and redeems them for valuable prizes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or valuable cash prizes. And I, I, love, I love the way... And again, you just talk about a man that you... Like, you, how can you not want to be this guy? You how do you not a, want to be a, a, you buy his incentives. B, he saves a cat. He is the perfect sympathetic <laughs> character. And, and he, I mean, like, he treats this woman amazing. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's helped. Like, I mean, goes, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. your daughter's well, waiting I remember, for you. No, I remember the line, uh, mother is the, is the name of God in all ch- for all children. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fantastic fucking line. I know, I know. That is I think one of the more profound lines in the movie. And there's quite a few of them. Yeah. And again, though, but you know what, though? Like, that's, not a, like, that's a very simply stated line. Mm-hmm. It's not pretentious. There's not, it's well, not clouded in metaphors. Even, like, it's it something makes that even like, as a little kid you would have gotten. You're like, yeah, I would, that would suck if my mom was like that. This yeah. is, there's one thing here that I don't think they pay off. Is that he squeezes her arm and the uh, morphine comes yes. out. Is that That's not something that would sure just happen. No, I'm pretty sure it's feasible. No. no. Didn't she shoot... She, no. she just shot up, but I, it goes into your blood and it mixes up heroin is instantaneous. And I also oh, don't understand oh, yeah. why it's don't morphine and not yeah, heroin. Yeah, but something. that doesn't really matter. There's some. He must have some mystical power. Yeah, that's, to that's be doing that. That's, right. I'm sure it's in the comic. No, but it is I don't of, recall that. They don't. Re- well, it, it never comes back in this movie. The only other thing, the magical things that he can do are not get killed, uh, feel people, uh, their their memories in a way that you know is moving. Of course. And apparently that. I think those are the only things that are a. a Supernatural, uh, right, right, right. Other than the fact that he's back from the dead. Well, there's that. That's <laughs> the crow's power, not yeah, his. You're right. You're right. Is he the crow? No. It's no. about. It's a movie about no. the crow. The crow is the crow. Right. The crow isn't actually the bird. That 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 was something that always bugged me. An interesting twist. That's something that always bugged me because like like well again you know, it's I was like, I always, was this, you always anticipate the tick. Oh, yeah, that, exactly. That guy, you know. Well, I was this the crow elitist. You know what I mean? Like, and so. It's so any time anybody was like, "Oh, who are you following the crow?" I was like, "No, no, no, I'm Eric Draven." Like I was that guy. <laughs> no, I'll, I was let like, me stop like, you I, right do there. Do I look like a bird? Okay. All right. But yeah. I love it. Maybe and you know what? You got you got to love the fact that like the crow, like it's not like he's dressed. He doesn't look at all like a crow. You know what I mean? Like it's not like there's no there's, he doesn't have anything to do with the there's crow. There's no connection between a crow and this dude, which I love. 
the only thing that there was um, very little in the way of, uh, as Trey says, hanging a lantern on something when you have a problem in a movie. Yeah. You want someone in the movie to acknowledge it so you yeah. can not stop thinking about so you it. Can see it. So, you know, Han Solo says, hokey religions and ancient weapons, and you go, oh, so not everyone thinks they're the shit. Exactly. They're, okay. There's not much in the way of him acknowledging what's going on with him until the end when uh, Ernie Hudson says, I thought you were invincible. He's like, here's the thing. I was. And I guess now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I he doesn't have, have he doesn't have a moment when he sees isn't the there crow. Something, like, in the beginning, someone asks him what he is, and he's like, "I don't. I'm here." He says, "I don't know." I think, like, what are you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "I I'm here for for kicking ass and chewing bubblegum." I think, bubble gum, I think like. that's I think that's a testament. And I, you know what? Again, we talk about believability. I know this is a ridiculous oh. movie for believability. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I love the fact that they sped up the footage to make him there. get out a little bit. Yeah. But um. Again, he's really there. He's just holding he's, up his hands over his no, eyes. No, no, no. He's, he's hanging off the edge like, oh, hope he doesn't look down. <laughs> but uh, And I love the, the calling card of the bird. Interestingly like, enough, really cool. villains have ter- terrible peripheral vision. Seriously. And I, I love, love that he's wearing his hat. hat. Well, he says that in a second. He says, you're still wearing your hat. That hat is his wife. I love it. <laughs> but, but I was going to say. Uh, I love. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie where he shows up and immediately he goes, don't scare me like that. But all he knows about this guy so far is that. He has this inkling that it was a guy that – and this is something interesting is going dead. on. But the last time he saw him, he had accosted him because he thinks he blew up a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's being reasonable in a way that most movie characters wouldn't be with him showing up here. He's not particularly intimidated. He's a little spooked because how did you get in here? Yeah. But he actually deals with it and starts asking him questions. And it's cool because in a second, you can, you can tell – A, <laughs> you're still wearing your hat. You can tell in a second that, that – uh, Eric is sort of down for this because right now he goes into his fridge and just gets him a beer like you're going to need this just here gets him a beer totally. opens it and just hands it to him and again I think a lot of he's it he's checking what kind of beer what is this fat tire right, here you go I think a lot of it but again the, I mean look at the way he did that like, that's oh, so yeah. ledger yeah no the whole and even like his his bone structure I think is I, what I think lends of, it well I think right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well right. you know they both got hired because they're pretty guys yeah that's of course part and, of the and thing. they look now, at you were saying, look at makeup I, my whole thing is that he's even though he has very jokery uh, makeup and when he's wet he looks exactly like the fucking Joker I don't think he's actually doing something that resembles the Joker performance but Chloe you were saying that you think he does I, I don't know if it's just me projecting because I want it to I want to draw that line but I feel like not necessarily like the nasally weird Joker that, yeah. not not the Joker voice but kind of the cadence is similar well that's when you watch the interviews with Brandon Lee he just sort of has an interesting yeah. I know way and of my talking. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. that kind of sounds I mean, like, like his Joker to me this is amazing that's like it's it's kind of like uh, you know you know what I love as well too, and uh, maybe, maybe it's just because I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Four for the past five days straight. Um, you look like you haven't slept. Uh, thanks. Um, oh, you look great. It's a radio. When he when when he the flashbacks that he sees, they're not annoyingly long. Right. Like they're like it's but they're not Danny Boyle short. <laughs> okay, good point. Like. He, you, you get just enough to tell the story. Like they right, really right, don't right. hand, f- like they don't. Yeah, no, that's what I was well, saying. Well, not until the end when he's like, yes, of course, thirty hours time. of pain in your. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, but, you but know. I think I think I think even that's, even, even the best to, of movies needs your James Bond thing. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I played trombone. You never do that. No, you don't. You don't rest it on like the slide. That. You'll bend the fucking slide, then you won't be able to. Maybe extend it. some. Maybe he stole it from someone he doesn't like. And he's wait, wait, is the hat his it. wife or is the trombone his wife? <laughs> oh no. Maybe the basketball. He's black. Maybe he's cheating hey, yo, on racism. <laughs> well, I could just imagine fucking a trombone better than fucking a hat. But you never know. I've used a hat before. Well, Alrighty. But Thanks. fucking a basketball would be awesome. 
Jake is now he's looking for more stuff no, on no, the iPhone no. that he was going to put away. <laughs> Michael Anthony, so? Michael Anthony Claudio Wincott, uh, this gentleman that plays the villain in this movie that you asked earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your favorite movie, Alien Resurrection. Oh. And uh, okay. In Dead Man, the year after this, nobody knows why, nobody knows what that was, and then Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Interesting. So, than that, so I, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Well. That was the one that I only know him from Robin Hood. Is there electrical tape on his hands? Yes. And I did that. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. Th- they never quite explained why he's taped up. Well, Like, like what he well, did to make himself. Uh, maybe, maybe that's his way of like. Well, the, he had the cuts on his hands, but then they healed. Of course. So maybe it's like. I, I, I got nothing. Never I think, it's I think it the right really word cool. for his performance is earnest. I think he, yeah. he's like. You're right. going to vanish again? He's like. I think I'm going to use the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says it in a way that's – it's not like he's being like, sarcastic. Okay, just, here's here's one of the Jesus. things – sorry. <laughs> Chloe just danced on the table. No, I – never mind. It was awesome. Um, the R's. <laughs> the R's are what make me think of the Joker because he's like, door, and there's this really hard he, R. He kind of hangs on there. Yeah, no, there's like that weird top – Well, yeah, I guess, he, I guess he does thing. go, magic trick, sort of. Yeah, no, there's yeah, – Maybe, yeah. There's – there, there it's, are it's similarities not, it's not the vocal, in the speech It's not pattern. the vocal texture that changes. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I, I don't. See, I, I don't see where you're going. I don't think that. it's the affectation. It has a lot to do with the cadence. Right, right, right. I like that guy. He I love cool. this line. He winked at you, musicians. <laughs> like, like, what, like we're gonna asshole winks at you, musicians. <laughs> yeah, you douchebags. I love it. This this character actor too. I don't know his name. The, the, the fat the, guy, the ratty little pawn shop dealer. God. Is there is there anybody out there better in this role ever in every movie ever? Maybe no. Bob Hoskins, maybe. <laughs> oh, I love Bob Hoskins. Like, oh, have you done Unleashed? If not, we should do that movie. I want no, to. no, no. Okay. Anyways, all right, uh, back <laughs> to the Grove. Yeah, we should do that one. Let's start doing that one now. No, no, no. I want to see the Grove first. Oh, okay. Chloe, do you still know girls that are that think like these guys are pretty, pretty? Not just like he's pretty, but I... but like I want to fuck Brandon Lee. Um, maybe I body. honestly. Don't have any friends that I had in high school right now. Like, uh, I just don't. Because they're still listening to The Cure and you moved on. No, probably have... not. I think I'm actually spookier than most of them are. I think most of them are, like, substitute teachers and in grad school now. And <laughs> Can I'm I just like... say that I love your description of spooky as your description of how you are? Yeah, that's no, so I'm not. No, I'm not is the best part. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, just that use of the description is what I mean. No, I'm... Uh... I I still read I still read my JTHM comics. That's about as far as I got. Jonah Vasquez. He is a Vasquez or Vasquez? Vasquez. Okay. Vasquez? I thought it was Vasquez. No. Well, I know it's Vasquez at Vasquez Rocks, but it's, I thought I'd heard him say whatever. We're talking about spooky hot topic stuff again. Why would we do that? I my whole deal with hot topic was that I went through a, a phase where I intensely hated emos. Like to this day, my I am on AIM name is I eat your emo. And yeah, you can I am if you want to. Hi. And it's still just this thing that now I don't care anymore. And I, for a little while after that, I would shop at Hot Topic to get like mindless self indulgence and KMFDM shirts. And I always had this weird self loathing. It was period. the only place where you could buy right. Metropolis stuff. I yeah. will say, I Birthday will say, I have nothing against Hot Topic. They they're a smart company who did a really good thing and made a whole lot of money they because found, they found a yeah. niche and fucking, yeah, yeah. but it's. It's it's the people <laughs> that started shopping at our topic. When that store first opened, that was my favorite. I think it was all of our favorite the first stores. Time, the first nah. time I walked into no. a, a, I mean, a, a Hot Topic, they were playing the song Bring the Pain by Mind of Self-Indulgence. Right on. I was <laughs> in a Hot Topic a few weeks ago. I was visiting my family in Memphis. And they were playing They were playing Pink. Nice. Nice. That's a change. No, it's a uh, Hot Topic. I have the same problem with 
it as I have with David Lynch. I actually like David Lynch. I think he's a cool guy who has just some wacky ideas, and he's a transcendental meditation guy, and he's like, ooh, I do spooky things. I have no idea what they mean. As Trey would say, art is what you can get away with. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a problem with uh, David Lynch. I love Twin Peaks. I hate the people who think they know what he's talking about. Gotcha. I hate the film geeks who saw In the Empire, and they're like, yes, I loved it because of reasons that he has, like... No, no, he has no fucking idea what he's talking about. He just made a thing. Sitting on the roof by himself, just playing a solo. And I was going to say, by the way, he's got a great effect going. It's a wonderful sound. It is. Maybe like five. He brought like five pedals up on like a little Chewbacca bandolier with him. Oh, it was was the 90s. It was probably like an all-in-one Zoom. I did think the the amp hanging off by its power cord is a little... But you know, though it's a little it's, much. But it's 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 art direction. I mean, it's no. It's just a, well. I'm sure that's how it was painted in the comic book. And here it is. I think Wingo Boingo had a title in that font as well. <laughs> Wingo Boingo should be in this movie too. No, no, it shouldn't. It's a little bouncy for for uh, this. Bouncy, and I love yeah, I love the word. the crow landing. How do you know oh. it's the same crow? All right. It's Crows the same, are extinct right. in this world. I like the fact that she thinks the crow is lost. I'm pretty sure when you, you fly, I'm pretty sure when you fly, you're never lost. <laughs> no, no, no. There's various things with flocks of birds getting fucked up. I don't know. Science, whatever. Hey, look, movie. <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's moving at like one third speed. Maybe yeah. they just got like two they got, seconds. They got enough of footage, yeah. And I bet you it's repeated a lot. If you if you really look carefully, it's probably the same. Sure, exact yeah, yeah, thing. totally. I wonder if this is <laughs> this crew had to leave to go film the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> this crew got work after that. A lot of this looks very backlotty. I will say too, this is. I'm sure most of it is Us- s- using the, uh, the 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 dented aluminum as set dressing technique. Yeah, yeah. I will say too that um, uh, this is my one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Uh, just the just the 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 uh, the word drive, the way he says drive, mm-hmm. is amazing to me. I'm your passenger. <laughs> it's an amazing. It's a great great line. Do you ever yell "fire it up"? No. And I could believe I never like if you said that to me, I wouldn't have even connected this movie. You're the worst fan ever. I know I'm terrible. You suck at life. I'm disappointed in you, Jake. I want to know where the convenience stores with v- arcade games are. Where arcade does that happen? Arcade games and pumpkins. <laughs> well, it's Halloween. Well, this is the early '90s. This is right <laughs> before true. people started buying a whole shit That's ton true. of you know Segas and shit like that. In '64, my 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 mistress. <laughs> oh, I love you, honey. How I many games it. do you Wait. know on N64? Like Goldeneye? Uh, I, I, I'm great at Goldeneye. Uh, wave, race, race. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Super Mario, fucking everything, man. I loved. Oh, I loved it. Loved. It. Still have it. I have an N64 right there. Brian has an Xbox. I have an N64. Neither of them. Oh, that's such a great delivery. That line. I almost expect him to like lick his ear. I, it seems like they lit the gun specifically to shine. I, they probably did. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I don't love how the guy that gets out is belligerent that he dented his car. Uh, it's kind of fucked up. You hit my car. But that, you know what, though? Who calls anyone ass hair? What is that? But you know what, though? It, I stop doing that around you because you always make fun of me. You know what, though? It kind of, I, I think that helps set up the world that, you, that they live in. Yeah. Like that kind of, that kind of, kind of helps like sets a... up this kind of like, there's not a lot of positive things. There's not a lot of good. Well, also, I'd like to... It's interesting because the- well, it's Gotham and Dark City. And yeah, I was the, just wherever thinking, the place in seven is, and yeah, you course. can see a lot of Dark City in this. Yeah, same director, same style, same look, probably same DP. Yeah, much more sensible. 
That was a really bad voiceover. <laughs> he was like, what the crap? And then the guy said something and threw the coffee out the window. Godzilla! <laughs> he looks like Robert De Niro to me. He's got that. He's he got that like a mix of Robert De Niro. He's got that no the, chin and, back uh, face thing. It's and, also uh, the Robert nose. Duvall, too. Yeah. He's got kind of a Robert Duvall he looks thing. A lot like I Robert love De Niro, I love this scene. Where he spe- he's he's just telling him to go faster. Go faster. It, it's go such faster. an amazing like just the He's not I, telling and, him and to go faster new... to avoid the cops. He's kind of hoping that he's going to hit a dumpster exactly. or something. Like like he doesn't like I know this is probably I'm probably sure we've seen this in movies 100 times before, I'm sure. But like the idea of the guy knowing he can't die or knowing nothing's going to happen to him. Groundhog Day, Bill. Bill not Murray even, on the, on the not even caring if it does, really. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's the, the the careless, I suppose. Fight Club. Yeah, totally. Amazing. And so I love uh, – and I also love the overhead when they're showing the crow and the cars underneath. I'm not sure if they've only done it once or if they do it again, but it's more miniature work. Yeah, they did so it. Cool yeah, where he was flying over yeah. and it's just – you can tell it's a miniature, it's, but it's fucking beautiful. But it just works so well for some reason. Like you said, it just makes it it makes it great. It, it heightens the reality a yeah. little bit and makes it kind of... This is such a simple story, and it's it's interesting how well it works. I when think you, when you compare it to, movie, well, that's, yeah. well, that's part of it, but Avatar is a simple story, too, and it's it doesn't move me as much as this movie does. No, not at all. And, and, and you know why? Because you don't give a shit about any of the right. characters. Well, right, right like, off the bat, you get the most sympathetic guy you yeah, can possibly and again, care so and much about. And again, if... You know, if I, I care more about him than I do about Batman, if only because he seems like a real guy. And you want to know why, too? I think a lot of it has to do with individuality. A movie like Avatar, it's like, all right, why do we why do we like blue people? Oh, because the white people, <laughs> let's just call them white, as most of the yeah. army was. Uh, <laughs> so the humans, because they killed a whole bunch of them. Okay, that's the right. humans so, are big But we memes. get that. We get that, all right? But in this movie, we see a man get murdered and in front of his wife, getting, his soon-be wife getting raped and then murdered. I mean, like... It's so much more personal. You get what I'm saying? Like, and it's, yeah. it's there's individuality in that character. Whereas, yeah, well, right off the bat, well, that's like I said, that's the inciting, compassionate incident. But then it's also yeah. this guy is still a warm and endearing, yeah. and, and, also, and, and nice and cat saving character. I think he's just, they do. He's just, uh, you could not make a better comic book character. I think they hang a lantern on the baddies being one dimensional with them being so intensely psychopathic. But you know, you're, but again, though, I think. Part of the fun of the movie, too. I mean, keep in mind, we talk about how deep the movie is. We talk about how easy accessible it is and how emotional it can make you. But at the same time, it's also a fun movie about a guy kicking ass. It is. And the bottom line is that it's structured like a video game, which most good action movies are. Hmm. You start out with the lowest sub-boss and every boss that you fight at that point on. Why? He's got to be the lowest because he's black? You said it, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so you get. You're right, you're right, and you get to the you get to the big boss, and then eventually the you get to the big boss when everybody's gone. And not to mention that point point part of the story was everybody who had anything to do with this needs to die. It's and like I like this mother can kill Bill, and it's sort of the same thing. It's the exact same thing, and this, in my opinion, this plays. I cared a lot more about. The, I still do about the crow than I do about Bride. Again, though, I think it's because you just called him the crow. Yeah, I, I know. I did. I'm a fucking horrible person. You get what I'm saying? Uh, uh, gotcha. Get, I got gotcha. you. Get I'm, I'm taking saying. your the crow card now. <laughs> My card? Yeah. yeah. Turn but in your badge. You get what I'm saying, though. Like, like I am so glad for the guy in the car that he blew him up, because I would hate to drown Tide. I, I love that. I love this. It's it's a compassionate I love how the explosion. Shed, look at the fucking... It's just... It's so <laughs> lifts awesome. off the wheels. It's, and just... And I love how crazy... Like, this breaks the last guy, because he knows what's up. Of course. What's interesting and is the that the music choice, and then this, boom! This is favorite scene in the movie, which oh. kind of looks he more just, like an eagle has, to he, me. They all do. Yeah, we're yeah. at the shot where he's lit the uh, ground on fire, and he's clearly laid out lighter fluid in the shape of a crow, and it just slowly becomes the whole thing. But that's you know mainly because you only ever oh, see eagle very, silhouettes. Very cool. So 
Very, very, very cool. Yeah, I, I wish... this looks like a bird. There's, really. one, yeah. there's one character that I feel like doesn't get his comeuppance. He, like, he's in the movie, and it seems like he's in the movie for a reason, that he's going to become... He's gonna, his, his character's going to get turned on its head, and then... This so, guy, the black dude? The, the bad black guy? No, no. no the, I'm the detective? There. No. The, uh, the, well, yes, the detective with the burn marks on his face. Yeah. Who's kind of a dick to Ernie Hudson the whole time. He never actually... Yeah, I always expected him to be complicit in the big bad story. I, I wouldn't be surprised if well, there was the, some I mean, cutting the, room the, floor The last stuff. thing that he gets yeah. is just a one-liner that makes him seem like an idiot, but then he gets sent away anyway. Where he's, he's you know, after the big boss fight at the end, he gets, um, he's on the stretcher and the guy's like, another one of these? And he's just like, yeah, we did it without your help. And it's like, that's not, yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. Uh, that's not proportionate to the dickiness that you're, we... You're right. Again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's it's, some it's not, it's not a loose stuff. end, but it's sort of a... It's a loose fiber in the in the. Yeah, no, I, I just expected, like, some shadowy meeting between... I have no idea what the big bad... Uh, no, Top Dollar is the... Yeah, Top Dollar. Top or Dollar. Top, is it Dollar? Or top, yeah, I think top it's, like, Top something, something you're, you're Money. Right. whatever. I think... Ooh. Um, him and, like, some back alley meeting between him and the thing. I never also got why he wanted to clear out that apartment building. Because a year later, after it's being cleared out, it's still abandoned. You're right. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to live in that apartment. Well, no, but that's why they came in in the first place, is that she, they were do, they were clearing out the apartment, and she had, like, lodged a complaint, so they raped her. Oh. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah but yeah, what yeah. were they clearing it out for? I don't know. Maybe just wanted... I don't fucking know. <laughs> this is my building. Yeah. For reasons. They were, we're going to make it a nightclub where we played industrial music and flashed lights a lot. <laughs> we're going to do coke in the attic. This, you know, I see why they're doing this bit where, you know, the mom has been all coked up the entire time or morphing. This is up. necessity. I love I like to see. And, you know, the daughter yeah. calling her by her first name and not mom because there was a strange. And now she's out. wearing white because she's better. And, you know, she immediately she says, I don't like eggs. So she goes to throw the eggs away. She's like, no, I do like eggs, mom. Like, it's I, yeah. OK. I get it. I, well, I think it's because she, I might have liked it better if the girl was better, but the girl you, you yeah, can't ask for that. You're right. That's a, I mean that's a harder emotion to to portray for a kid. I think is dis like disarray. You know what I mean like or like like trying making, to be a that, dick that making peace moment. Yeah, like, yeah. Of that course. I'm that I'm being resentful, and then I realize that this yeah. is probably my it's, only it's, chance it, to have a I mom. Think, I think you're right. I think that's this a lot. This of guy could play. The delivery is cheesy. I this think. guy could play Chaz Palminteri as a as a younger man. I don't know about that, but could, could try. Well, he's, he's look Italian and he's got a messed up fucking face. Where is that from, by the way? What? Jazz Ball and Terry? No, the face. <laughs> oh, acne. probably just pockmarked, yeah. What? No, it's acne scars, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's from, right? Yeah. Is it just like popping pimples and scratching them off and stuff? Yeah, just yeah. acne scars. And it's just for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised this well, guy doesn't you, get more character work because it's, it's such a. It's, you know, he's got the fucked up face. He's like yeah, Danny no, Trejo, but white. Yeah, no, it's gross, but it has a, it's a symptom of, of having really bad cystic acne. But That anyway. sucks. Yeah, but it makes you seem in like a mystery kind of. What's his name? What's that character's name? Torres. Fucking, I don't know. Cop. Suspenders, man. Angry cop. He thinks this is his superhero movie. Yes. Is his name maybe lead cop? Potentially, he was a detective. He's a detective. Is the point? Dick cop one. Dick cop one sounds like a movie. <laughs> why would they name it one though? Well, why do they call it cat shit one? Like maybe that's what I'm tapping into. Because it's Japan, you want you want sense from Japan. Mm. That's a lot to ask for, Teague. I. It's interesting the relationship that Eric now having been dead has with this little girl because prior to the whole thing, they had been taking care of her because her mom was a druggie, uh, and then he came back, and I would have thought he would have immediately made contact with her, which I guess he did. He must have been still, like kind of following her. Yeah, the yeah, night he saved when, her from when, right. So he must have been following her. But I feel like there's less interaction than there may be, which might also be because they didn't get to shoot it. But it might also just be because 
I don't know. I mean, there's a couple. There are like three scenes where they're together. So it's not that he's avoiding her. But this was like the only person in his old life that he loved that is still around. He's thinking he'd be with well, her all the time. He, he's got shit to do. He does. Yeah. He, and that plays, you know what, that plays into what you were talking about before about the fact that he doesn't even really like ex, uh, assess his situation until the ending where it's like, well, what's happening is I was invincible and now I'm not. Like, um, I think it's because like he's got a one track mind right now. Yeah. Like, right now, his goal is vengeance. I think, I and think so, like, he, he could care less fact, about anything else. Yeah, the fact that his like he could kill two birds with one stone and, yeah. like, fuck that guy up and save her mom exactly. was kind of just an incidental thing. Yeah, that was coincidental. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah wasn't, that, was, that wasn't his intention. Like, well, I'm going to fix like, her heroin. And, yeah, it, that was just like, oh, while I'm here, stop being a douche to your kid. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> right. you're a Oh, you're right. He does fix the situation by putting them back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, he does everything right. He just he just fixes the world and goes away. He, exactly. he I mean, he eliminates all of the bad scum guys in the city mm. and then leaves. And I was, you know, I was kind of wondering if Ernie Hudson was going to say that. By the way, you're welcome. All the vigilantes in the fucking town are gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it, it See, gets out. It gets out when it should. He's it, way it, more efficient than Batman too. Batman couldn't put away the Joker forever. Kept coming back. Well, that's because Batman couldn't kill. Because Batman is an annoying character. If Batman, if ba- kind if of a ba- pussy. If Batman would just kill people, like Eric Batman Draven, is kind of Catwoman. Wouldn't have a problem. He's a pussy woman. All right. Did that it, was the reason. Who was it? Who used a gun during World War Two? Was it Superman or Batman? Who used a gun? Yeah. No. There was a. Uh, I think Batman actually okay. shot a gun in like in comics in World War Two. Oh. Superman, I don't know. Beat Superman, up the KKK. Yeah, Superman, Superman fought Nazis, but Superman fought everybody. Yeah, I don't know. My comic book. History I picture is this as being flawed. what Jack White's apartment looks like. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? It's just that's like really I'm funny. moody. <laughs> that's really really funny. <laughs> he's got a piano and a bunch of amps, and that's all he's got. <laughs> Handmade guitar-like things. And I'm a terrible, terrible actress. Again, I don't think she's as bad as you guys are, are making I, her out to be. She, oh, God, she kills me. She won't return my phone calls. Maybe it's just because the rest of the movie is so much better. Yeah. Like, she's probably you're, you're not right. that bad, but you're right. there's so... The special edition, my special edition of this That's movie... That's not him, is it? No, no. Nope. This none of this is. Oh him. no no no! I remember this is. She had to do this after he, he got shot, and that's why yeah. she's. And she never did a movie again. This was her only movie. Well, yeah, she probably thought she did it. Like it's her fault. Well, she she was. <laughs> she Kids was are like 13. that. Kids. She was thirteen at the time. Mommy and daddy, are you not together because of me? Like it's one of those sort of things. Maybe she just didn't like acting because everyone told her she was terrible in this movie. I don't know. That's entirely possible. I love the fact that Top Dog is laughing at him. Look at him; he's just breaking in front of them. Look at his long, pretty mm, hair. <laughs> this is such a great performance that this yeah. guy gives. Well, yeah, he's fucking nuts. I like. Oh, he's that... broken, man. He is totally broke. I never noticed it. The the, the his black cohort has that one little the, bleach yeah, yeah. spot. I don't think it's bleach. I think it's like a freckle that happens. That's natural. I know. Like I have a friend who got hit on the head as a small child, and white hair grew there. Really? That happens, yes. yeah. Yeah, I was saying that that might be natural. Although I don't think that one is. I think that's that's uh, a character no. design. Probably not. No. But that does happen to people. Seems a little deliberate. That woman changes her hair, like Queen Amidala changes outfits and hair. She doesn't have a whole lot to do, dude. There are only so many eyes you can harvest. The eyes harvest. Hmm. 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 No. Okay. I do like her cor- her clothes, though. 
Maxi dogs. Yeah, maxi dogs. Yeah, this. You know, when you look at this movie, there's God. She there's, saves a cat too. There's not a lot of sets. Get it? Blake like Snyder's like screenwriting is easy. This <laughs> is this is totally like backlotty. Like there's like four sets in this whole movie. When you really look at yeah, it, yeah, I'm curious how much it costs to make. Actually, um, you can find out. I'm sure it's not too much. Pickled eggs are upsetting to me. Are those eggs really? Yeah, what? pickled eggs. Pickled eggs. Ew. Really gross. Do you hard boil them and then put them in vinegar? Is that the idea? I don't know enough about them. All that's I know disgusting. is I they upset right. me. I man, I just this movie is so well done, man. It's really good. Jake. I'm I'm here, I'm listening to the movie. <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't do that. Listen don't to do the that. Cats. Participate in the conversation. Yes. So cats. I'm here. I was I'm looking at cast. I was trying to see you said that she'd never done a movie before. No, I, I, I looked at her IMDb. I know, she I was, was um, cause I was <laughs> the like, subtitles helpfully give you music notes. That's yeah. really funny. No, she. Uh, I was looking at it because I was trying to figure out how old she was, and she was born in 1980, so she was 13 when they filmed this. The, as a guitar player, that kind of cr- bothers me because he's so obviously not playing that. The crow is interested. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder why they didn't bring in a mellow guitarist just to play that. Possibly yeah, the most right. Tim Burton-y shot ever in this it is. movie. It well, is. He has sort of an Edward Scissorhands thing from far away. Totally. Yeah. This is the song that's clearly – listen to this track on the soundtrack and then go find Wish by Nine Inch Nails. It's, they're yeah. clearly going after that exact sound. Yeah. Same distortion, exact same drum beat, and it's a very specific drum beat. That one thing that says trash. There's a good chance, there's a good chance they wanted it and just couldn't get it. Possibly. Well, I don't know what to say. They had, well, they had, they had, they had another Nin song. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they had another Nin Maybe song. they just didn't want two Nin Inch Nails. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. the – Yeah, the crow was like, no, 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 not that much. No, no, no that's, that's, that's too much That's too moody trash. darkness. I don't know. <laughs> I can only, we can only take so much Trent. It's a, it's a delicate balance. But the guy sounds kind of like the uh, KMFDM singer. Yeah, Sasha, like they're maybe. kind of trying to do... Like, I think he sounds more like... Um, what am I thinking of? It'll come to me. But there's a, there's a singer that he sounds a lot like. Uh, the Gathering of the Baddies. I love the scene later, because he comes out of the shadows the same way the Joker does. And it's, you just expect him to go, want to see a magic trick? You know, he's just like... Disappear. It's gone. Maybe you do. Well, it's just he's in a moment. I don't think it's in this scene. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. When he comes out and they're having the meeting of the baddies and yeah. they've all got their shit and they're all the different little cliques of bad guys and he comes out and I don't know. I don't know that bad guys would tep- typically have a boardroom meeting like this. Then again, you never know. Have you ever been to a bad guy meeting? Yeah. It was not in a boardroom. That's why I'm confused. Yeah. You obviously just haven't been in contact with high power enough power bad guys. Anyway, I'm just waiting for him to come out and shoot everybody because it's the coolest. I mean, it's, I know, it's like, I, I, this movie is so consistently good, but ultimately the coolest, point, the coolest yeah. sequence is now, that. Now, I will say this, though, that I was led to believe for a very, very long time that this was the scene in which that, that Brandon was actually shot. Although our, our pre-movie production, um, our pre-movie, uh, what do you call it? Explanation? Exploration? You're just researching. Research. That's what I was looking for. I couldn't think of research for some wow, reason. Nice. I know. It's a rough one. It's because I'm reading, it's cause I'm reading the subtitles. It's such a foreign concept to the no, podcast. It's because I'm reading the subtitles while I'm trying to think. Prepare right? Yeah, yeah. So in any case, so our, 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 pre, our pre-podcast research, I, was, I, I read that it was actually the scene. The rape scene. Uh, yeah, the rape scene, which I, I kind of didn't know. That was, yeah. that was new to me. Can you imagine? Oh. Well, like you said, they filmed it. 
backwards. Yeah, so that kind of right. makes sense because uh, yeah, most of the body doubles right. are on, like... On Wiki, they said the... Uh, well, what happened was, you know, the dummy bullet thing and they had already... Like, the, the crew was making the dumb... The, the, That's the an blanks. awesome entrance, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the crew was making the blanks because apparently the arms guy, the firearms guy, had left for the day. Yep. Oh. Which I can't imagine being... Pl- you, you could do that in the union. Like, yeah, I have yeah. to imagine that yeah. there's no way that should have happened. There's, and I'm yeah, sure he was kicked yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, that's... Can you... I, who has, you guys who has, handle the guns for the rest of the day. I gotta go get drunk. Yeah, Peace. seriously. Like, who, who, not, has, who has more guilt? The guy that actually shot him or the guy that should have been there so he didn't get shot? Yeah, that's, that's, that's you're absolutely right. Oof. I mean, and you know, that's, that's, that's an interesting thing too because you gotta wonder. I mean, like, I, I don't know any of this. This is just me asking questions. Like, I wonder if that guy, like, technically by law is, like, could be tried for murder. Well, it would like, have been involuntary manslaughter, but he was found that it, it, it was an accident. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it would have, I don't think they. I don't think I'm, there was legal. I'm reasonably I do remember, sure he never worked again. Because I'm do I do remember like he might have uh, killed himself or something. Yeah. It could be one of those things. I do remember like uh, like when when the first came out, like there was all the rumors about how like somebody set it up and like you know there was all like these like underground like conspiracy theories about how like Harvey Weinstein does not want the court to happen. Yeah, really. Crow. Here we go, right here. <laughs> the second this is, the, time, this is really? the scene. It's right here. It just has that same vibe of. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but when the Joker, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> he just kicks over the chair and hops on the table and sits Indian style. Well, it's so about, badass. There are definitely parallels. I love all the nicknames that that that. Uh, Top Dollar is possibly dollars. the worst gang lord name ever. I know. That's it's, it's, that's just stupid. It's a little obvious. It's like we need something that says that he's rich and he's on top. He's he's important <laughs> and a big deal. He also gives these big, big, goofy smiles a lot, which is another jokery thing. Yeah. I wonder. They, they must have had this conversation during the pre-pro on the dark, on the dark night. They must have. No, there's I, no way they could have. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did not. You know that Christopher Nolan's got to love this movie. He's making dark, gritty superhero movies. Hmm. And mind-bending Ellen Page during films. Also, that, that too. poor girl. I love this. She will forever be known. I, as I love her trying to catch the crow. Like I, lo- I love the fact that they don't. Was really, that Ben Folds? I don't really. This goes why, but for some reason, the girl knows what's going on. She's like I love the fact that the girl. Spooky. Yeah, yeah. I love she, the fact that the girl. Well, no, but she, like, later she grabs the crow and says, "I have your power now." Yeah, it's exactly. Like, like she why knows. do you think you have the power, bitch? Like, like she knows. Like because she's spooky. She's something about her. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I love this. This is just. I mean. <laughs> He's invincible and he gets to kill a bunch of bad guys, so it's okay. You can watch it and feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yes, mayhem, delicious. <laughs> I love the guy putting a girl in front of him. Uh, it's classy. This is what Matt Damon's character in Dogma thought the board. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking That's that. I thought it was gonna be that badass. That's funny. Yes, that's really. Funny. You are so lucky. I like the idea of that. I like the idea of him like thinking. having watched the crow a million <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, that's a really funny, funny thing. Man, now was does that... he explicitly know that he only has two days? Because in a lot of interviews, like on YouTube, you can find oh, the last interview with Brandon Lee, yeah. and he's talking about how he only has two days to do all this. But I don't think in the movie they ever say that. I think no. he's just saying it takes. No, him two days. I think no, yeah, I think yeah. it just ends up being two days, and he's like, "Well, this is how much time the yeah. character ended up having." I think that's really again. I don't wish I, again. I think that the character is one track mind essentially, and he's there to do what he has to do. Although I guess he wouldn't have been hung out and taking guitar breaks if that was the case. It's always convenient when melees take place in rooms with lots with a, of weapons. With, with a wall of weapons. Yeah, I'm actually surprised there's not more kung fuiness in this movie. Because because yeah, I think there's a reason for that. I think that's on purpose. Because well, one, how does he know kung fu? Right. Okay. And two, I think that Brandon Lee didn't. I think he wanted to get away from that. 
But he was. I know he had done it for a long time. He had been training. Yeah. That, oh, what do you mean for this movie? No, no, for no, not, other not movie. for this movie. Yeah, but, but no, that's what I'm getting oh, at. He, he wanted he, to get he, away from it. Uh, so yeah, he, he had been cast repeatedly as Bruce Lee's son. Yes, constantly. Uh-huh. I mean, every every action movie. And dude, I'm. I will shit you not. You can go to like a Seven Eleven or like any place where they buy. They sell like old like B B title DVDs. There are th- two or three even movies that star Brandon Lee that have the exact same cover. Just with a different name, like Matthew McConaughey is always leaning on the girl in the poster, yeah, that kind of thing. I don't mean that. I don't mean that they look the same. They use the same image. Oh, weird! It's quite literally the exact same cover. Like there's one I think Rapid Fire is one, and then there's another one where it's the exact same image, just they just replaced the title, the name of the movie. Interesting. That's funny. Well, yeah, you, you, was, you didn't have a lot of promo pictures. Yeah, and it's just every single making movies. B, is easy. Yeah. We were talking before this about if the DVD cover is him or not, and we decided well, it probably it's, is. No, it is because they the scene that's not him is when he's overlooking the. Right, right, it's right, not right. this one because it's this. It's this interesting it. silhouette of him coming into yeah, a door. It's the the, the movie poster. Uh, the backlit kind of angelic. Can being tossed out of windows be a theme in a movie? <laughs> this, definitely this one. Especially if you hate windows. Yeah. I love the guys. dance. I love the fact that he dances off like that. <laughs> did you notice? Did you catch that? Did you turn yeah. away? Yes, it is, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Hudson's here to kick ass. Oh, you were asking Again, me. Actually, I, don't think, I don't think that could be a theme in the movie, but it does seem like Proyas does a lot of, again, wet rooftop chase scenes. Yeah. Because it is in Dark City, too. Which was then ripped off in the Matrix, because the Matrix ripped off Dark City. Which ripped off? Sorry, that's it's... a CG uh, spotlight, or not CG, CG it opti- optical. Yeah. No, well, no, but it was uh. it was blending wrong. It was an effect. I hate it when that happens. Oh, they must have been so psyched when his hair kicked up all that water when he was doing the somersault over the air conditioner. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, that looks cool, guys. Oh no! Yay! Like that was totally the first take, and they wanted to do it again, but they didn't get the water. So like, I'll just go with the first one. <laughs> You were asking me earlier, like, what spooky movies I enjoyed as a teenager, and I actually wasn't really into horror. I was kind of, I... Well, I meant more, you know... I was... Introspective, dark, moody pictures. No, I was into anime, and I loved, uh, like, American Psycho, and I was a huge Trigun fan. Not that American Psycho is anime, but I was just trying to How do you reconcile all that with Muppets? Muppets are fucking (laughs) rad. Okay. There is no necess- There is no need. I to need not explain Fraggle Rock to you, sir. I don't. I love, I love. And you know what though? Like, action movies get shaped for the really cheesy one-liners. But in this movie, the, all the cheesy one-liners are pretty awesome. Like the the my advice next time duck. Like they're just little stupid things, but they kind of make sense. Like they're kind of like they're believable. Like this guy probably would say that because that's the kind of character you've set up. Yeah. Whereas in a, little, a lot of other action movies, it's characters who aren't witty. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I just... And then come up with witty things that they say. Yeah, or yeah. not witty, which is, makes you more sense, I suppose. I don't know. Catchphrase. Does anyone else think it's a little... I'm sure it's a comic thing. But let's talk about the comic writer. He made the character's name Draven. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a little much? Come on, Ray No. I think it just fit. It's got... I don't it's, think it's, it was it's, his first... It's Raven with an, I don't a think letter it was to his, throw you, you off. Know, I don't think it was his first choice. And and I think it was inspired by something. I remember reading about this a couple of years ago. I wish I could. I wish I had the research done now because we're doing the podcast now. Oh, well, whatever. But there's a. It was named after that something might, else. Is that a Bonnie Devil one? No. Where he has it on his shoulder? No. Uh, looks no, like it look, him. Looks like him. Yeah. Never mind. I made that up. This is like the bad 1985. All the makeups. Make, with, with the makeup, mother. really, all you need to do is match the cheekbones. Yeah. Does he have nipple? Nipple things on his outfit, or that is those just so cuts? much it's electrical tape? It might just be his nipples sticking through. <laughs> 
It's the little kids from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Making Christmas. Right. The spookies are after you. Are these just kids trick-or-treating? Yep. Yeah. Is this Halloween? I thought it was... Yeah, it's Halloween. No, it's Halloween. Well, I thought it was the night before. That's that, the point. That, that, that was last fire. night. Mm-hmm. This is the second night. Oh. Oh, Two yes. days. The night before Halloween was the night he killed Tintin. Nah, yeah. Freeze frame. Yeah, that's oh. it. I thought it was going to be a thoughtful thing. At this point, Brandon Lee dies. <laughs> Editor's note, in case you did not know. Aww. This... This is not acceptable for a kid to be sleeping in a grave. <laughs> I know. Right. I, I've known some chicks. I think it's weird that no one noticed that the grave yeah. was empty. Well, it's well, kind came of and off found, the street. It was only a day. You know, how often do you go? I mean, that might have been a cemetery that they filled up and they, they stopped going there. groundskeepers. Like, people pay attention to... Someone's got to be in charge of the cemetery. Make sure kids don't have too much sex in it. Yeah, but it wouldn't be. It'd be like every week he comes through and makes sure that the headstones haven't been tipped over or something like that. No, no. I can't no. imagine being a guard at a. That's a good start for like a horror screenplay. That's the, the guy that's the guard at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. It's been done. Damn. Cemetery Man, awesome movie. <laughs> cemetery Man was the name of it. I love that. No, it's but it's so how good. calculating of them to write it about <gasps> and like the Cemetery Man. Little things like this. This this became you know a very kind of iconic thing like. Just the fact that he gave her like the necklace, like it's a simple concept that was like. Well, the sentimentality is really accessible. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, it's cheesy, but is, fuck it. He is straight up mix of Joker and Edward Scissorhands. Like he's got the Edward Scissorhands outfit. You say mix, but I. I well, this is before yeah, both of them. I think significantly. Well, not before Batman. Not, not no, before, Edward Scissorhands. Before. Oh, oh, get you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Edward Scissorhands and Joker. He's got the. He does have. It's so adorable and cheap. <laughs> I'm sure he did that himself just because he's like, I want to do something cool with the hands. What can I do with the hands? That's what I was saying. It's like, when she asks why, for coolness. Maybe. <laughs> That's the one thing he did. <laughs> fishnet. Have you ever been so upset that you painted your face and put electrical tape on your fingers? It's, I've been there. It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> it, it, I think it this is playing backwards. No, oh, no, it's not. No, it's no. not. No, it's not. There was, I, I, I recall a with shot the where the leaves were doing something that they shouldn't have been doing. Odd looking. Uh, but I could have been making that up. It was like the leaves were dancing with me. Jake. <laughs> like they were guiding you to your next location. Oh. Great false resolution. Because you've had the big bad fight and you think it's over. He's going back to the grave. He's all good to go. And then they pull this shit. Fucking movie being it's, good it's at structure. A, it's, a re, it's a great structure. Goddamn baddies being baddies. No, it's just, it literally is an amazingly good yeah. Joseph Campbell structure. It's perfect. It's perfect, if only, perfect. But if only they had waited for like another 20 minutes, he would be gone and they would just be able to like, I don't know. What do they want now, actually? They want to kill him. They're trying to kill him. But he's going to... They would take... They would, they kill, they would kill the girl just to hurt him at yeah, this they point. Don't, They're they just don't... trying to strike back. Man, I want that kind of gauntlet ring. Oh, my God. What's a gauntlet ring? Like the, the thing with the with the knuckle. The, oh, okay. The it's a ring min- that lasts yeah, longer than one knuckle. Yeah. It's a ah, bendable ring. Ah. Actually, um... <laughs> more hackers. <laughs> um, Angelina Jolie has one. In Hackers. Which fucking rad. Oh, I've looked for one. A, you're such a spooky. I am so cool. I um, love such cool things. That's the one right there where the leaves look like they were going up. I feel like his hair got longer through the filming of this. I always feel like there should be some sort of a... I'm sure there is. But whenever you have some supernatural power that you're just newly reconciling with and trying to figure out how it works, where you think you've done your thing and you're trying to make it end... Like, Great shot right there. Like when, That's a very Burton shot. It is. Well, it's a very comic booky shot. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I just want him to like like lie down in the grave like like this, or how do I make this? 
<laughs> just how, like how that, I, hmm. that moment in the grave I, going um i love eh? that i love that you see like it, that's kind of a misdirection where like he aims at eric and then you go like oh shit didn't shoot eric and then he immediately moves over to the crow and they don't play that forever like Oh, one of the most my favorite lines in the movie. Call, call, bang, fuck him dead. Anyways, uh, the fact that, like I said, he, he aims the gun at Eric, and they don't like show his close up of his face where he looks at the crow and then moves over. Like the crow lands, he moves the gun to the crow and shoots the crow. Like they don't they don't let that linger for five minutes like they would have in a shitty movie. But the crow's still alive. Yeah, he's just so it's right. just like it's, it's wounded. So the woundedness makes Eric not right. He it makes him yeah, yeah. woundable. Okay. So he has as many... All right. You know, some people can kill two birds with one stone. He couldn't kill one bird with a fucking bullet. I, and I love the fact that, that it seems like Eric was going to give him some witty line about shooting, not doing anything. And then he realizes, shit, fuck. And he actually says, ah, oh, fuck. I love that. Like, you see the realization of his face. Like, I just got shot and it worked. <laughs> Guns work now. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, look how... Oh, he's like a goth pirate. <laughs> Yar. He is kind of piratey. You're right. Check those boots out, man. God damn it, motherfucker! I don't know, he's just cheap Samuel L. Jackson. This is pre-Sam Jackson being Sam Jackson, though. I love it. Go Ernie Hudson! I love it. And I love that giant gun he's got in his left hand. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. It's a flare gun. It's a proton pack. Oh, it is a flare gun. It's a flare gun. That's what he used. Okay. Yeah. I was say, it looks like something friggin' Hellboy uses. (laughs) He is Hellboy. I remember something about uh, in the interviews. She only spoke Chinese. Or... Yeah, I wouldn't be she didn't, surprised. No, she didn't know that he was Bruce Lee's son because where oh, she's really? in, Chi- in China, he's not called Bruce fucking Lee. He's called something else. Yeah, he's called right, right, something. Right. So, his so, actual name. So she just had no reason to try to put it together. That yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy would be, and it, they, I guess they were having a conversation where he was like, "Well, because of my father." He's like, "Oh, your father was an actor," and he just kind of turned to her like she was some sort of fucking numbskull. Like, <laughs> yeah, my father was sort of an actor. That's amazing. You dumb cricket-looking well, no. whore. And then she, the, like, hey. later, she called someone who would know, and he's like, "They're like, yeah." Eileen, um, she looks like a cartoon cricket. Okay, not so right. much in this, but in Star Wars. Oh my god, I love this. Here we go. It's <laughs> a great plan. You're bleeding all over the place. I thought you were invincible. I love the fact that his idea was to throw him out there until they run out of ammo. Like, you go get shot <laughs> until the bullets are gone. <laughs> until all of the bullets are in you. Once all of the bullets are in you, then I'll start shooting. It kind of is foolproof if he is... It, in, you're absolutely uh, right. That makes a lot of sense. It's just, it's just so funny. I don't understand her hat. It's a bonnet. <laughs> I, I, it confuses me. It's a lot... Oh, it's like a... It's like a Converse hat. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it was, ha- in, it was so- the 90s. Yeah. Like, with like two grommets and everything. It's, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. As if he weren't like distasteful enough, they had to add the whole incest angle. And you know what? You have to, I have to admit too, like, again, like you said, the structure of this movie is great. Like, this doesn't linger out. As long as it generally would in any other action movie, like no, it, it there's makes been its there's, point and moves on. There's been what like eight shots fired. Like it's not like a total gun fest where it's like. Uh, well, this, movie, the one this scene... movie might have gotten the best gunfight of the decade yeah. had the Matrix not come along at the last I mean, minute and taken it from him. Just because I mean the one scene where he dies behind the pews, but that's just him shooting as he's running out of the room. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like pointless bullets. You know what I mean? Like there's no pointless fighting, pointless uh, not fighting, pointless 
gunfire yeah, right about like, the just mo- for the sake of right about the moment in the in the, uh, the corporate over underlords scene right about the moment you're thinking all right that's too many bullets he throws the guns away which is a yeah. nice well edited oh and now she loses the eyes uh, screenwriting's easy well when you got to play it you got to pay it off somehow I, I i think this could have been shot a little bit better but whatever. I, we don't actually see one shot of like the the prop yeah. eye coming out which is good i, I like that better i like i think know, it, the... i think it could have been shot without any i think it could have been more jazzy there was a shot like that it. in um dead man's chest at the very beginning where a crow is picking at the face of a guy that's in like a cage oh, gotcha. and you actually see a shot of the eye Ooh. getting yanked out in a disney movie but hey you know then up had a, a miscarriage so who knows maybe disney is getting dark dark Dark. It seems to be hey, what the kids want be, these days. They're going. They're doing a haunted mansion with Guillermo del Toro. I thought they already did haunted mansion. They're they're doing a good one. <laughs> they're doing one without Eddie Murphy, like uh, a legitimate horror movie. Hmm. Okay, I'm interested. Kind of. I'll tell you about it after the crow. Oh, okay. Now, I wonder what, the what better is what better spot to fight than on top the of top a, of a spiry cathedral. I love the grabbing of the spire and yeah. using that as a sword. That's fucking genius. I just don't get it's why amazing. the lightning hits it. Is that just to be cool? It yeah. must have been a really cool splash page on the comic, and that's how they kept it, um, or something like that. It must have been. It seems yeah. like an odd choice for the lightning just to strike. To be perfectly honest with you, it's probably like, hey, this would be cool if good this golly, happens, it and looks we can cool. do this. I think, I think a lot is of the, where that was coming yeah. from. Yeah. Leather pants are really hard to fight in, by the way. They're not they're actually, they're pleather. Have you fought in leather pants in the ring? I've worn leather pants, and I can't imagine fighting them in them would be at all comfortable. Oh, the ring. What is the thing that just fell? I don't get that. It's the ring. It's the ring. What ring? The, the engagement ring. Remember how he how did How did the guy get it? He took it off the, the girl. necklace. He when ripped he it off the girl's neck. With the oh. And the, and the whole, gotcha. I'm bad, I take right, good right, things right. thing where he he's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And this is the part of the movie where there's one thing that kind of bugs me, and that's the one-liner. DC's well, no, it's not the one-liner. It's when he's giving the guy oh, all the yeah. all the images, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah. we're watching flashbacks of we've already established we footprinted in the snow. What's happening when we see these pictures and this thing happening? Yeah, it's a little unnecessary. And he's, and he's going, "You get thirty hours of pain, and here's this, and here's that." It's I just a little on we, the nose. I don't, we didn't do the dialogue. I don't point. know that we know that he experiences the pain of it. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, no, that happened in the in Ernie Hudson's thing when he's running. No, the no, hat. no, 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 but but. He it's, sees the images and it's like, oh, ow, yeah, ow, but ow. it might just be that he's really upset by the images of his dying fiance. Uh, I guess that's true. So whether or not there's a physical feeling that goes along with it is kind of also. Or, but you could have started. He could have just. It couldn't. It couldn't have been. Also, it, you know what though? Here we go. Thirty hours of pain, yelling it, all that shit. It could have just been. He doesn't need to have the guy be in pain. He could just have him be startled. But by that image that he made him go through, and it would have worked. Yeah, you know what? No, I think it's kind of necessary because I don't think I don't think I would have gotten. Well, what the he guy did. is the guy is obviously sadistic. Like he yeah. he enjoys. They killed someone in a threesome. That was fun for them. Yeah. Um. So I think that it's reasonable for him to imp- to say that the pain comes along with those images. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. that's a- and and the, and I think the 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 delivery of all at once is essentially like thirty hours of pain all at once. Like I think that's. Sh- that's the kind of, I mean, I think it's necessary. I think it's showing, it's telling us exactly how much he's, like, what's exactly happening. It, I'm not just showing have, you what you did. It might have just been his performance of it. It just seemed maybe. a little on the nose for me. Maybe, maybe, but I yeah. dig it. I, I think it helped the, what would otherwise be kind of ambiguous to me. Like, why did he care that his fiance died in a painful way? <laughs> mm. 
I don't know exactly why he quit smoking because he asked for a cigarette and then he goes and spits it out. I don't. Yeah, yeah I think I, I, I was, think uh, I think they needed that literally to have him have a character arc. Yeah, yeah. Like that must have just yeah. been the thing. Him quitting smoking. Hey, it worked in Constantine. Uh, I know it was an entirely different situation. I, I, I do know context. I was kidding. <laughs> I I I reject your joke. They should just hand it to the girl. <sighs> Here. This place sucks. Might as well start early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This city does suck. Yeah. I wonder if there's a shot of it stopping raining. Does that happen? No, that there's doesn't. Like, there's that I mean, one it's, shot well, of it it's being the after. sunny. Yeah, it's the, it's the oh. aftermath. But it's not like... It's not like yeah. it's, you don't see the rain clear up. It's just yeah. not raining in the day. Yeah, kind of like you see it start when she's on her skateboard, and it's exactly. just like the rain machine going whoosh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like and cue the rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Look it. at the back of her head. They it's totally like the yanked that for, for Gary Oldman to say it. in uh, one of the Batman movies where he's like, they, they hang a lantern and how it disappears. I guess you kind of yeah. have to in every movie, just because totally. it's, you know, it's kind of an implausible thing to have happen, especially for a guy that doesn't actually disappear. Like Batman or Eric Draven. <laughs> I want to call him the fucking crow, Jake. I do. Well, you can. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're now, an now, asshole. now that you've broken your own rule, it's okay for us to do it. You're an and, asshole and, for doing and, it, but and, you can't. And uh, it's, when that was important, I was like 13. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, Remember what was important when you were 13. This is where our uh, our Chaz Palminteri guy doesn't get, a, doesn't get a good one. He just kind of leaves and all that stuff. Uh, see, yeah, uh, and this is as much comeuppance as the guy gets for being a dick. And I don't, yeah, I don't buy it. But you know what, though, I'm fine with that because it wasn't too much. It's not like they gave us more than we needed because we didn't see the arc. Like that was, a, it was a two-line exchange. Like it wasn't. They set him up for being so shifty, and no, you expect him. He to, suspended like, him. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're like right. he's so shifty and such a dick for no apparent reason. Had he suspended him and... for you're doing my job, stop it, and then this yeah. happened, that would have been the payoff. Yeah, you're right. But they suspended him for disorderly conduct yeah. or something like that, or misconduct. Oh, Shelley, who is who is this actress? She's pretty. Yeah, I don't know what she did. Ever. She's a she's a she's a person. She's she looks like some other people. Like she looks like uh, the chicken mall rats. Claire Falani. Oh. Yeah, she looks like Claire Falani. She's got a little bit of the same profile. Yeah, it's the eyes and the cheekbones, and the hair, and the nose, and the mouth, and the face, and the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then our crow uh. with the ring on its way to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> See, smart crow, very mm-hmm. smart crow. That crow went on to get a uh, a PhD in astrophysics. Yeah, used tools and everything. And then that crow died because you know how long do they live really. Actually, like crows and minor burns live to be like eighty. I think. Wow. Like I don't this know is about, the shot I don't know where about it's crows. Like, uh, not so much with the, uh, the yeah, compositing. The, the optical doesn't quite work. Bad. I don't know about crows, but I know like minor birds. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, like there's the end of the movie. And I love this font. And right off the bat, it's for Brandon and Eliza. I think. Yeah. 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 There you go. The crow. Ladies and gentlemen, I love the crow. God, this this movie, movie, I saw it twice today, and both uh, on the day that I saw the movie for the first time. This movie leaped immediately to my probably top one or two favorite comic book movies. In uh, knocks Iron Man down, knocks Dark Knight down. I don't know if I like this or Watchmen more because I love the concept behind Watchmen, but in terms of well, this is a much smaller concept. Yeah, totally. I mean, totally, like totally. The, I, I can't. They're almost can't apples and oranges. The two, yeah. Right. Uh, but I absolutely love this movie. I would call it a perfect movie. It pays off. Aside from some things where it's not 
it does explore its its ideas a lot, and it has a wonderful, amazingly good structure. All in all, this movie just fucking kicks ass, and it's really cool. And you have the additional weirdness surrounding it, obviously, because he died filming it. It's just this interesting and compelling movie that I think will probably never go out of style. There's not a lot dating this movie aside from the effects. There's no cell phones. There's no they don't do anything. No computers to go. Oh, that computer is huge. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of why um, that's kind of I think what makes it so easy to grasp onto is that it's it's so simply stated and it's so accessible. And it's like these are emotions. Now, needless to say, we can't we can't put ourselves in his position. We, none, exactly. I, no. I mean, not. I mean, we can't. Obviously, very few, if any, I mean, you know, have watched a loved one get raped and murdered right before you got murdered, of course. So, but at the same time, like, you understand love. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing this movie don't understand. Like, even in the Watchmen. The themes are very simple. Yeah, even in Watchmen, the themes are bigger than than you can. Yeah, it's it's it's, you a, can, it's a second level meta theme. Exactly. Right. Like, like with a movie like this. This is, my feelings are hurt and I'm taking it Yeah, revenge. this movie is like, I understand love. I understand violence. I understand rage. You know what I mean? I understand vengeance. But do any like, of us really understand Nine Inch Nails? These are all things. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah. Can these you ever are really understand I... love? Chloe, how do you feel about The Crow? Um, I really like it. I'm, I'm pleased with it. I, I have a tendency to judge things by their fans and goth kids annoy me. <laughs> exactly. And so it's like I need to stop doing that and I need to actually think of, you know, do I actually – is this actually a good piece of thing that just happens to be liked by a bunch of really obnoxious people? Like Nightmare. Or uh, Johnny the Homestyle Maniac, or sure. yeah. anything like that that kind of has a niche following that of people can who can believe that they own it. No offense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I was thirteen. Leave me alone. Oh, oh god, I did lamer things. Jake, yeah, seriously, The Crow, sir. The Crow. It's it's one of my favorite movies of all times. And it, again, I just had to reiterate that it, it's it's it defined me. Like this movie set me on a path to become who I am. As it did a lot of people, which is why it is such an iconic movie for people of my and older and age and inclination. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and I was a little bit too young for this movie. If it wasn't for the fact that my neighbors were a little bit older and I hung out with them, right? Then I, you know, what I mean, like, technically, I was a little bit too young for this movie. Which I, which may be why I disowned it when I did, because that's when all of my friends started to get it. Because mm-hmm. they, they they were kind of the better age for it. Yeah. Which I so was I. But for whatever reason, I was that that. Kid who was like t- too mature for his own age and weapons specialist people, you know? Jim Moyer. Well played, Jim. Yeah. Well fucking played. Ouch. Yeah. Anyway, this has been our uh, our first down in front in about seven months without Matt Fade Veda. He moved away. He's in Orlando now. He's no longer in the room mixing things. And I want to give a shout out to him. And he did amazingly helpful work uh, during production. But he's going to continue to do on and off the program. Going to do continually. Uh, I think he's going to keep doing the show notes and all that. And he's still on the forum. But uh, uh, just a quick. Note to those that listened, Matt's gone, and uh, we're going to miss him. And that being said, this has been The Crow and Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Go to our website, join the forum, involve yourself in the conversation, see the magical show notes, Jake. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at liquidjake, uh, and you can find me online at www.jakeloyd.net. Go to the forum, involve yourself in the conversation, see the show notes, and uh, buy a shirt, buy this movie from our store. We get a buck. And until next time, my name is T. Christie. So easy. No one's going to hear that over the music. Yell it. Jiggle. There it is. And this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. I forgot there was music. Trendsinyourhead.com. <laughs>